to Third on Thursday Podcast. I'm Agent Nicole, Goddess of Giggles, the Ironborn, the Lady of Comic Cons, hosting this two-part episode, the second part. First part was done by Patsy, the Angry Nerd. That's me. Yeah, who shoved a lot of cookies in his mouth. Just one cookie. Wow. Great radio audio. And, and so, welcome back to the second part of this amazing Avengers Infinity War loving extravaganza. Extravaganza. Would you call it a crazy amalgamation of guests? Yes. Ooh. We are we are packed like That's sardines in this studio. But all right, we have a lot of guests here, so I'm going to breeze right through. The one who's cuddling up to me very closely, the Dynamo one that Mars. I, I we <laughs> the other person who's cuddling up to me. Oh. Hey, shh. Uh, the lovely lush of my life, Ashes My Nightmare. I am currently spooning Agent Nicole in the studio, and it's like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Wow. I'm privileged. And this isn't the first time we spooned. It's probably not, not the last either. We've got stories. Get us drunk and we'll tell you. I have pictures. Oh, uh, pictures? Yeah, okay, Rachel well that- grabbing your boobs. I've seen them. She's usually not the big spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Who's next, Johnny? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. And um, we have the one who's shoving cookies in his mouth, Patsy the Angry Nerd. Listen, it's your okay. fault because my, you're the one my... talking to me while I'm eating cookies. Well, how does that feel? Because um, you've done it to me multiple times. Yeah, I know it's cute when I do it. <laughs> Why do you sound like John Travolta when you? Oh eat my God! Like I love these cookies, you know. And we can't, we can't forget the amazing producer Johnny Wolfenstein. Thank you for dealing with all of us. <laughs> do I get hazard pay for this? Yes, you do. Okay. Yeah, make as sure many I cookies add extra. as you want. You get Bowen and Luke pay. I ain't, eat co- <laughs> I ain't eat cookies. And now they're all for your Patsy. Shove them all in your mouth. <laughs> Goddamn right. No, 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 no. And. As we start our guest list, all the way from Maryland, we have our wonderful partners in crime, the Algamania Group. We have Taryn, Santino, and Ian. How are you guys doing down there? Good, great. Hi. How are you guys doing? How are you doing, Ian? We miss you. Well, I'm so glad as well. And in studio, we have a brilliant writer. Of horror. Thank you. Steve. <laughs> Steve <laughs> What the fuck, Patsy? Come on. Sorry, Steve. No, that was me laughing at the brilliant part. That well, was, you are brilliant. Your fun. stories have been wonderful. Thank you very much. How I appreciate it. Too? I'm doing excellent. Well, As great. always, uh, it's great to be here. Thanks oh, a lot. you're always welcome. And next to him, the man with the funky moves, the man who's like a triple threat to all things. In everything. the world, Funky. everything. You, you, everything. You're trying Justin to outdo Day. the last week's. No, I can't. Intro. I, hey, can't I'm going to try to outlast Patsy with these lovely intros. <laughs> Justin Day, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm, right. you know, I'm warm. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Although you guys have kept me here for a week. I'm sorry. Well, we have cookies. We've got water. We keep. We keep everybody happy. Patrick has, has somehow still has cookies left. He's been eating them since last Thursday. <laughs> They're magic cookies. <laughs> they went stale on Tuesday. And, <laughs> and we cannot forget the other person who's cuddling up next to me. The wonderful, the talented Dynamo Mars. How you doing? That was way nicer than my last intro. <laughs> 
Hey, that's what I do. I'm the so nice one here. The first time he's ever been uh, mentioned as wonderful. Or talented. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, there's a first for Unless everything. I did my own intro. No, that's true. It's, the other guy said there was a restraining order against me or something. <laughs> well, that guy's a douche. No, I'm just kidding. No, Sorry, Patsy. Just, you're right. <laughs> what? Well, I couldn't hear you over the sound of me eating cookies. Well, you eat cookies. I am so fucking excited. Tonight is the night that we all are watching Avengers Infinity War, or hopefully everybody is. How about you guys in Maryland? Are you guys going to watch it tonight? Absolutely. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Okay. How about you guys in the studio? Oh, uh, cookies. Stop talking. Yes, we um, got our tickets the second they went on sale, or maybe two it was, seconds. It was, it was about five seconds after because we had to find seats, and like most of the seats had already sold out. Yeah, it was crazy, but yeah, we managed to find seats, and we're sitting like way up front and in the corner. But we're gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. We actually were in the same theater at the same time, but we're in separate um, rooms, which is gonna be pretty. Pretty funny, so I'm. We've good. got the dining theater, so I'm going to be eating burgers and nachos. Mm. Well, you do that. I'll be cozying up. Don't, don't fill up on cookies. How, uh, <laughs> yeah, no cookies for you. I'm just going to move them. Okay? How about I'm you, just gonna Steve? Move them. Yeah, bring them over here, Steve. How about you? Are you going to be watching the Avengers tonight? I sure am, Nicole. I sure am, Agent. Hey, your first name is Agent. <laughs> I know it's for same agent. Um, how about you, Justin? Are you going to be watching it tonight? Uh, I'm gonna wait for uh, I'm gonna wait for TBS. Yeah. <laughs> is there, there isn't a TBS anymore. Is I don't know. Well, I'll be Me and Pez are gonna have an Avengers Infinity War movie loft party. Ooh. <laughs> With Dana Hershey. Yeah. He's gonna wait for part two to watch for dollars. Yeah. How about you, Dynamo? I'm hoping to go see it uh, with uh, with Pez so we can make out, but. I'm not oh. sure we don't he's have going to go to, to the movies for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the the popcorn trick tends to work better for him when he's at the movie theater. With the size popcorn that I uh, get, it would take him weeks to get to me. Although, this, <laughs> see, now I know why you put fucking Reese's Pieces and M&M's in your popcorn. Because it's delicious? <laughs> to coat your dick in chocolate. Well, I, can, I don't have to go weird. to the movies for that. I don't feel, I don't feel safe okay. anymore, you guys. All right. So last week we talked about the origins of the comic book series of Thanos, the Infinity War, Scotland, the whole nine yards. Now we're switching it up to the MCU, the what the real deal, the movies a lot of us know about. So um, I have a little intro. We got I got some questions going on. So everybody, we are just going to go right through. So, if you have not seen any of the movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or TV... What the fuck have you been doing? And why are you listening to this podcast I know. So, I'm letting you know... Spoiler alert. I'm going to be the nice one and be like, you got five seconds. Turn this shit off. Watch all, <laughs> watch all the movies. Watch all the TVs before listening to this podcast. We've, we've That's lost, lost Dynamo left. All right, let's get going, everybody. Infinity War. I thought we were doing achy breaky hot. All right, right, Marvel Studio in 2005 decided to basically write something bigger than what they (laughs) truly expected. They have assembled a new world for many fans to love, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The universe centraled on a series of superhero films with characters that we love, we hate, we admire, we look up to, we care for. This franchise has expanded to new horizons, gave us new characters, new storylines, new people that we might not have ever heard of. 
It all began on May, 20, uh, May 2nd, 2008 with its first film, Iron Man. And now on April 27th, the MCU is dropping its 19th film in a 10-year span of a franchise that is currently is constantly growing. Now, not only this franchise has produced 19 films, the MCU has created 12 TV shows since 2000, 2013, many within the four, past four years, and one show we shall never, ever mention in in humans <laughs> and what new shows we are not talking about that fucking show and oh, I thought se- you meant Iron Fist no not Iron oh well, that too and, sev- and several new Fist. shows are in the works to give new hope to new generations to fall in love with, with Earth's mightiest heroes in the 19th film in this Marvel Cinematic Universe Avengers The Infinity War directed by Anthony and Joe Russo written by Christopher Mackis and Stephen McFreely, produced by Kevin Fuji. Feige. Feige, sorry. And the cast, well, you know who's in the fucking cast because there's way too many people and I am not going to list everything. There's so, there's so many Chris's. There's so many Chris's. All the Chris's. Oh my God. All the Chris's. Almost all the Chris's. All but the Pines. <laughs> all the Pines, all the Helmsworth, all the Evans. None all, of the Pines. And Pratt's. I know, Patrick, it's a fucking joke. Ha ha. And... You know, if you want to know who's in it, IMDb, people, IMDb. Running time is, uh, is 149 minutes, a.k.a. two hours and 48 minutes long. So wow. do not drink anything while we dive into the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the Avengers. That's a good point. The premise for this film Two years after the Avengers have been torn apart from the events of Captain America's Civil War, Thanos arrives on Earth to collect the Infinity Stones for a gauntlet that will allow him to bend reality to his will. The Avengers must join forces with the Guardians of the Galaxy to stop him before he is on a path of destruction. So we briefly talked about the Infinity Stones. So um, we have... A good portion of where we know where all of them are. So the power, the purple one, the orb is currently hiding out in Nova Corp's headquarters. Xandar. Um, the mine, which is the yellow one, is in Vision's head. Space is in the Tesseract, which is now in Loki's possession from the, um, if you have seen Thor Ragnarok. Time is in the Eye of Agamotto, which is in the crepes of the, uh, of Doctor Strange's place. Sanctum Sanctorum. Uh, reality Red. Well, the Collector on. has it. We don't know if the Collector still has it. And this is where we're going to talk about the Soul Stone. And this is one that we have no clue. A lot of fans have been theorizing of if it's going to appear in Thor Ragnarok. And it didn't. Black Panther did not. So we are going to go around and ask theories and opinions of where the location of that stone that we've been all looking for. So we're heading this over to Taryn. What are you what are your theories, ideas, and feelings about the soul stone and where its location is? Oh, um I have no idea. <laughs> I so much over who's gonna die, I didn't even think about where that stone is. Um but if I recollect correctly, um in the comic, didn't he take um the soul of Silver Surfer and put it into the stone and then uh, it was released by something with an M? Magus? Yeah. Magus released the soul from the stone. Um, I think it would have to be someplace that's already been 
portrayed in one of the films. Like, it might have been an Easter egg in one of the films. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of pinpointing an exact location, I'm, I can't. It's just, it just seems like the world is too big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that is true. Think um, about a specific place. Yeah, exactly. Anywhere in the universe. Yeah. So... How about you, Justin? Where do you think the soul stone is? Theories, opinions? Um, well, I I, uh, I read Patsy's blog a couple of weeks ago, and, and Thank you. I, I agree with That was your him. first so mistake. I'm not going to spoil uh, when we get around to him. Well, I appreciate that. All right. Santino. So you the guy who read it. So what about yeah. you? Where do, What is your thoughts about the soul stone and where it m- might be? Where it might be? Um... Uh, just like Tanner said, I have I have no clue. Um, um, I will say this: um, we live. Oh, sorry, sorry about that. Time to time to check the blood. Oh, no, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I feel like we haven't seen uh, Nick Fury in a little while. Mm-hmm. I feel like that motherfucker's up to something. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe, maybe just the way he operates and everything like that. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, as far as far as the location, I'm I'm not sure. A lot of people were were uh, were uh, saying um, that they think that uh, it's in Wakanda. But um, from from what I've read, they um, they said that uh, as far as the the as far as Team Wakanda, you know, um, Cap, Captain T'Challa, Winter Soldier, they said that they're protecting um, um, they're protecting Vision. So I don't, I don't know I don't know if there if there's like a, a two for one you know what I mean deal going on over there where where it might be there but it might not be there I don't know but we'll we'll see I'm 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 anxious to see what's what's gonna uh, what's gonna happen. All right, Dynamo, what do you think is the soul soul stone at? I don't actually like have really any concrete idea, but mm-hmm. I have the feeling that uh, they've used a lot of their things that they kind of seemed unsure of or that they were leaving vague or at least they had a storyline that they hadn't like committed to yet to be uh, stuff that you know properties that they may have not had before so I would be wondering if it's going to be the entry the gateway drug for a character who they didn't have the license for before that's a good that's a good theory Um, Ian what about you all right I have spent my entire life for the last year <laughs> trying to figure out where exactly this stone is. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that um, Thanos has three of them. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to say Thanos has three of them that we that we know of or that we've seen him put in the um, glove. Mm-hmm. I've seen three of them. so we know for a fact he's going to either have three of them when he shows up. Or, or collect three of them somewhere throughout the movie. Um, my theory, I think, and the most sound theory from what I've gathered from watching the movies, if Nick Fury, which I agree with Santino, because that's just like Nick Fury to have this thing, but mm-hmm. ju- if Nick Fury doesn't have it, I think that the way that they told the um, Black Panther movie, um, the, the, the inciting incidents about the, the, the comet that kind of came from space and hit the earth and changed the plant life and terraformed the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that was the soul stone. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that, you know, the whole ritual in Black Panther where you go back and talk to your ancestors and all of that, being that Black Panther eventually in the comics becomes the king of the, the dead. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, I, it just it just it just rings true that that's where 
And it makes the most sense that that's where, from what we've seen pretty much, just from what uh, Black Panther showed us, that that's how that happened, that the soul stone came, and that's why the mound and the vibranium has the power that it has. Because, um, like, um, you see the different properties of vibranium and what it can do. I think that whatever is making the mound such a concentrated uh, piece of vibranium, I think at the center of it would be the soul stone. And vision being in Wakanda makes no sense, if you think about it. Stark and Cap are completely kaputs. They're, they're, the Avengers are split. Um, there's no reason, seeing as how Vision sided with Stark, for him to be in Wakanda at all. Scarlet Witch isn't there. Stark isn't there. Why does he need to be in Wakanda? And then I think to myself, what, what kind of sense does that make to have Vision there? If you know that Thanos is coming for this gem, why have him there? Because you have the other one. You, have this, you know the Soul Stone's there. And to keep Vision next to the Soul Stone, or to be able to keep them there and then kind of a form of front, which is what you see in all the uh, trailers, is pretty much like a last stand kind of, we're going to have this out right here. You're not going to get to what we got. I don't think it's just about Vision. I think it's about keeping Vision in the mound in close proximity and defending both of them. And that's why everyone ends up in Wakanda, because there's no reason for Stark to go to Wakanda. He has Stark's power. He has Avengers Mansion. They have Spider-Man. They have all these other heroes who you probably don't even realize, because think about it. Tony Stark and both Black Widow have been kind of scouring the earth looking for new talent, which is why they knew Falcon and Spider-Man in the Civil War. So you got to think, this is Black Widow. This is Tony Stark. They've been spending a lot of time kind of waiting for this moment to come. I mean, it looks like on the surface, Tony Stark just kind of shows up and he's like, oh, Thanos is coming. Oh, we got to you know, be scared. And that's not Tony Stark. He knew this was coming. He's seen the visions. He's seen the visions of the Avengers dying. He's seen that something cataclysmic was on the way. This is Tony Stark. He accidentally created Ultron trying to protect the world. So give Tony Stark eight years to prepare for something. There, there's a plan. There's a plan. Stark's at the head of it, and them all being in Wakanda is not an accident. It, make, it just makes sense tactically. Put the two gems together, the only two that we have any control over, and keep him from getting them. Because Nebula tells them the whole story in the trailer. Excuse us. No, um, good. But, um, yeah, Nebula tells them the whole um, story in the trailer how basically um, Thanos is coming and he's going to come to get these gems. So it just makes sense. Keep them both together and try to keep them from getting them. So it's in Wakanda. All right. I, this dude's got it. That's yeah, it. I know. <laughs> Steve, what, is, what about you? Where's the soul stone at? What are your theories, opinions? So where it is or where it isn't. Where it isn't is what I wanted, where I want it to be. Where it and is. Uh, where I wanted it to be was uh, with Adam Warlock. But mm-hmm. Mr. James Gunn came out a couple weeks ago and he said, sorry, world, it's not with Adam Warlock. So I really, really wanted that to be where it was and that that's how they were bringing this being to life. And that's when we were going to first see him is, uh, is, is in the Infinity War. So that's where it isn't. It ain't there. Um, so it's the Soul Stone, right? So if I think, if I, you know, I love the idea of, uh, of what you said, Dynamo. I love the idea that it's the, the entrance of a new character. Uh, so like, like the Adam Warlock, who could it be? I don't know. I, I kind of don't want it to be on Earth just because there's already been a, a few on Earth. What? I mean, it's a pretty big galaxy, a universe, and, uh, you know, but I mean... Eh, 
So I'm thinking, like, well, of the characters we know, of the known quantities, uh, who has more soul in the MCU than Jeff Goldblum? (laughs) I mean, dude is even orange. I mean, dude is even orange. You know what I mean? He looks like an orangutan. Uh, He does. He looks a lot like an orangutan, actually, I think. Zing! But, I mean, yeah. Morality. So I guess guess, uh, uh, my number two pick of where it isn't would be Jeff Goldblum. Uh, definitely the Grandmaster. Um, uh, that's that a said, I've never heard of. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty out there. Uh, that said, it's it's totally in Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> Ian's right. <laughs> Ashes. I, I think he's a hundred. Wow. So I'm yes. not going to say Wakanda. Um, I actually think it's Heimdall. He has the ability to, and he's mentioned that he can see people's souls. Yeah, and not only is um, he kind of represents the color of the soul stone, his eyes are the color of yeah. the soul stone. So I think it's Heimdall's eyes. You just you just like Idris Elba. That's your problem. You know, You're tainted. You know, I'm I'm I may be biased, <laughs> but I didn't say Wakanda. You didn't. That's true. <laughs> All right, Patsy. What about you? Okay. So, um, I have to go with this theme because. As we all know, Thanos has the hands of fate, so I have to go with this theme. Because Thanos is the master. Exactly. <laughs> so, my theory, as, as Justin alluded to, um, I have come across uh, uh, in my research that everything so far, everything that has housed an Infinity Stone has lined up with the letter of Thanos' name. The Tesseract, the Ether, the Necklace of the Eye of Agamotto, the Orb, and the Scepter. All we're missing is an H. So the two thoughts that I have, and I've said this before, Heimdall. Heimdall, bitches! Which, you know, totally ripped off from ashes 100%. I have my own thoughts and opinions. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So... My other thought is now, since it has to be in something that begins with an H, um, huggable Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> that's that's a good one. Heralator Mars. Heralator. <laughs> I am gonna say it is in the heart herb tree. I don't think it's. I think Ian's yeah. on to something, but I don't think it's part of the meteor. It's part of the heart herb tree that. Uh, it uh, could have grown from the media. It's entirely possible. Well, remember, remember, Patsy, the um, heart herb tree is no more. Ma- Killmonger had it burned to the ground. Right. All it. But just because you burn, if you destroy the uh, container that it's in, that doesn't make the gem any less potent. Ah, true. It could be, it could be underground. Yeah, it, that, could, it could be underground still. Because, like you said, every time that someone drinks this... Uh, Heart herb juice. Um, oh my god! Okay, can we turn the music off? Yeah, we yeah, can. can we we can turn off Torgo's theme. <laughs> yeah. He said to play it every single time. Please don't. <laughs> as, did. as the host of this show, please do not. Yeah, we don't want to turn Ashes people off that much. Does not approve. That's true. How she many doesn't. wives do you have? <laughs> I only wanted one. <laughs> so. I'm going to say that it's in the heart herb tree, and that's uh, what allows uh, the 
transcendence to the soul realm uh, by the Wakandans uh, when they're taking over the mantle of Black Panther. That's so, a pretty badass theory, dude. Thank you. I like that. Um, I mean, I do like the whole, and it matches up with my Thanos thing. Although I do get a lot of pushback from people like, oh, yeah, nobody calls it a necklace. It's a fucking thing he wears around his neck. What do you call that? Medallion. An eye of Agamotto. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is what it's I not call Thanos. It, it's a necklace because it, it. Otherwise, my theory doesn't work. Is that all? It is a medallion, ones? though. A necklace is different than a medallion. It is. But that's a necklace. It's fancy. It's gaudy. He's going out clubbing. He's in New York. <laughs> he wears silk shirts. That's true. He wears a fucking cape. He like, wears a blouse, for God's sake. He does. So that's my theory about where where the, the, the soul stone might be. But uh, to touch on something that you uh, mentioned, Steve, uh, when Adam Warlock was first introduced... He was known as uh, him, him, which is also an H. Yes. Yes. So, and damn you, James Gunn, I would still be believing it. No, no. (laughs) I want to point something out. I don't believe for a second that Jeff Goldblum's not huggable. No, I do believe that. I believe he is very huggable. But I don't believe for a second that what we have seen in the trailers is 100% accurate to what we've seen in the film. No way. I've brought this up before. I think Thanos has five gems by the time he gets to Wakanda. I think all he's missing is the Mind Stone. So I think that's why I'm leaning maybe it's more in uh, Heimdall than in the Heart Herb Tree. Or maybe it was once in the Heart Herb Tree, and that's why it does what it does. But um, he's going to have five of the gems by the time he gets there. So, yeah, I mean, there's... (laughs) That's going to be the final act of the film. Wait a minute, hold on. What? Patsy, I got a question. Sure. If he's going to have uh, five five of the gems, that's including Strange's gem. Yes. So you're saying he takes it from Strange? Yep. In the movie. Well, we I, see we see him being tortured. Ebony Ma is going to torture the shit out of him, and he's going to get the he's going to get the 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 time the time stone. See, going to put pointed sticks. Here's in the his thing. Face. Once he, you know, when we see him in that little grapple with Captain America. And we right. only we, they only show the power stone, which I think they're going to get off screen and maybe show in a, 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 a like a quick flashback when it's like, "Where'd you get that?" Oh, I destroyed all of Xandar. Because um, if you recall, in the Thor Ragnarok trailer, when they have their confrontation with Hela, they're right. in the middle of an alley oh, in yeah. New York, yeah, which is not where it happens in the film. So I think that this is kind of like a red herring that sure. Marvel has thrown at us. Like, oh, look, he's only got two, and he's fighting Captain America, and Cap's holding his own. Oh, right. he's Thor had uh, two eyes in a lot of the shots. Yeah. He's definitely not going to die. Yeah. 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 I love that. I love that they're doing stuff. They're like, okay, we're going to show you this, but it's actually not Subverting a your expectations. All right, Agent Nicole, I've taken enough time. What do you got? Um, so, Ian, I will probably go towards what Ian said. I think... The soul stone is in the heart and home of Wakanda. I think if we're going to talk about the whole Thanos, the, you know, where the H is, it has to be in the heart of people's homes, which is in Wakanda. I think that's where it would be. It's, I feel like it's the, you know, reasonable place to be. And 
you know, with the whole Black Panther and like how he is kind of known as the one who can speak to the dead. We saw that evidence uh, evidence in, you know, Black Black Panther where he's in his like trance with the the soul and the like home in Wakanda. You know, he's talking to the dead with his father and all their Black Panthers. So. I definitely will go with the theory that Ian said very much of what I was thinking. Um, So now we know where some of the stones are. Let's talk about where some of the cast is, where our heroes are at. So, so I kind of broke it down. Like I really broke it down where we last saw some of our lovely characters. Age of Ultron. The last time we saw Nick Fury and Maria Hill, where the fuck have they been? That's a big question. Captain America Civil War was the last appearance we saw of Captain America, Vision and Scarlet Witch, Falcon, Black Widow, Agent 13, Ant-Man, and Hawkeye, which I will talk about a little bit more. To be fair, Ant-Man could be anywhere. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. We, you know, we got a lot of the uh, Guardians still together. The Collector. Spider-Man Homecoming. Spider-Man was in there. Iron Man. Pepper Potts, Thor Ragnarok, Thor, Hulk, Loki, Doctor Strange with that small cameo. Jeff Goldblum. And Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Who I just I just remembered has hair, which also begins with an H. H. Orangutan. Oh. <laughs> I know. Black Panther. We saw Black Panther. We saw Princess Sherry, which I think is going to play a big role of with the vision and in the stone with the mind stone uh ross winter soldier and so we kind of know where we see a lot of our superheroes and a lot of which ross are you referring to i'm talking about martin freeman ross he was in black panther i that's what i said patrick i said you said winter black, soldier um uh, well because i i was oh, listing who was oh, oh okay i'm confused right yes I thought you were going to talk about Thunderbolt Ross as well, who was in Avengers 2. So we know the location of a lot of these characters who we do see in the Affinity War. There's been two that have stood out of where the fuck are they? Ant-Man, obviously he's so tiny, he might be in the trailers. But a lot of it, a lot of controversy has been with Jeremy Renner's character, Clint Barton, Hawkeye. So I'm going to throw this question out there. Does anyone, A, where do you think he is? Will he play a big role in the Affinity Wars? We have been told by one of the Russo brothers that he does have a part, that his storyline is kind of in the Infinity Wars. He does play a part. But is he really going to be there or whatnot? Um, And and do you even care if he's in there? I just just had a revelation. Ian, I don't mean to say, but I got it. Hawkeye starts with H. Anyways. Just throwing that out there. So we are going to bring that question to the Algamania group. Taryn, what do you think? Do you think Hawkeye is going to still be around? What are your thoughts about some of these characters that we haven't seen for a while, like Nick Fury and Maria Hill and all those people? I think Hawkeye um, is with his family. Mm -hmm. And I think that he is going to... Trust the heroes he knows to defend the universe, yep. defend Earth, um, but that he'll eventually feel um, not so much guilt, but like a sense of duty. Yep. That he has to uh, rejoin them, that he has to help them in order to protect his family. 
And that might be the small part he's going to play. All right. Justin. Where is he? I mean, I, I think he's yeah, he's on the he's on the farm with his kids. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but uh, to, you know, I mean, he's obviously going to show up. There's no, <laughs> I have I have no question about that. Uh, I I, uh, I I I'm pretty sure he's going to show up. I'm not a hundred percent sure he's going to make it to the end. Mm-hmm. That's fair, Santino. Um, I mean, everybody's kind of already said what they said mm-hmm. um um yeah i think he's doing his family man thing um at some point um he's gonna turn them away and then at some point he's like, like Terrence said he's gonna have some type he's gonna feel guilty have some uh sense of duty and come back um um actually ian brought up a good point because uh i um reading through uh forums and stuff like that and um and um, just uh, different uh, articles, uh, they mentioned something about about Ronan. So yep. I don't know if he's going to show up in that. You know what I mean? In that in that whole uh, that whole getup or whatever. I don't know how that's how that's necessarily going to play out. You know what I mean? I'm interested interested to see what's going to happen. But um um but yeah, I, I I think for the most part, I think I think Taryn um uh has got it on the money with that one that he's doing the family man thing. All right, Dynamo. I don't think he can be on the farm because aren't they on the lamb? Like, didn't Cap bust them all out at the end of Winter Soldier? Like, weren't they all detained and Cap busted in them out? War. Yeah, they Civil did. Civil War, rather, yeah. And then didn't they go oh, to yeah, Wakanda? Actually, last, yeah, last we, we saw they were all on there. the raft. Yeah, two. It's been two years since. So the I mean, at one deal. point, I, 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 my questions come two things. Like, I feel like I'm a little sketchy on when, like, they gave some cues, but like. Of exactly when, uh, and I think they had described it more, but I'm I'm still a little bit confused of when Black Panther happened versus when uh, Civil War happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if those guys were all there, they obviously would have helped out in that insurrection. But so, they well, your answer is is T'Challa and Everett Ross, right? Because because the uh, events had, of Civil had War happened. are so yeah, it happened within weeks yeah. of right. Show. But yeah. I, but I mean, how long? Yeah, it's ago? like it's like right after, like Ian saying, it's like right after. So then, where the fuck are those guys? Because they show that they're hiding out, or I think they're just on the raft still. Mm-hmm. I don't. We've never seen them. No, they don't because he says thank you. Remember, uh, at the end of uh, Civil War, he thanks Takala for giving him some place to be. Remember, and it looks over on oh. Wakanda. Oh, but. Yeah, but the guys who are on the raft are still on the raft. So the guys who are on the raft are like uh, Ant Man, Falcon. Yeah, but he sprung them. They show all right, the empty but cells. When did, but when did that happen? Right. Is what I think you're asking. Because the events of Black Panther happen shortly after the events of Civil War. But we don't know when Steve Rogers went to go. Uh, it, well, it, it couldn't everybody. be too long for a couple of reasons because I feel like, well, I mean, I guess that letter doesn't have to match up, but I refuse to believe Tony Stark is going to let his best friend not be able to walk around for a few years. <laughs> uh, so I, I feel like, but also another thing that makes that timeline blurry, at the end of that, they're putting they're putting Winter Soldier into some sort of stasis. And then at some point, what did he like get halfway stasis? Be like, wait a minute, I think I would prefer to live in a hut. 
<laughs> <laughs> well, Shuri was working on him. He yes. was the first. Yes, he was the first white yeah. boy that yeah. she was trying to fix. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I mean those things, but I do think that he. I, I think that he can't be on the farm unless the farm is. I think super that's a hidden. really good point. That so he really has good. to be. I, yeah, that's a really good point. All right, Ian. What is your thoughts? Again, I have been working on these theories all <laughs> for the last year, <clears throat> and um, I'm gonna string I'm gonna string it all together for you guys. From what I I I, I realized in the movies and seeing um, and following as best I could, um, the Avengers that follow Captain America are are no longer in the raft. He busted them all out, mm-hmm. so they're mm-hmm. all together. Um, Hawkeye, uh, Black Widow, eventually will will come wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcon, Ant-Man are all together. Um, Ant-Man obviously is used to being on a lamp, so he who knows what he's doing. He's probably just doing whatever Ant-Man does. Um, Falcon, Cap, Widow are all working together. Hawkeye is going to be in tandem with them. Hawkeye, going back to the farm, is, is an idea, but at the same time, you have to think about it. Um, it is secluded because Nick Fury kept it off the books for him. That's why they went there in Age of Ultron, because no one knew about it. So, no one knows about this farm. No one even knows he has a family. So, they're not in danger. And his wife isn't like, oh, you have to be here with me procreating and chopping wood. She was like, go get him. You know, go go save the world. Go avenge. Go do your thing. So, I don't think it's a matter of leaving them. The end of the world is coming. This isn't like, they're not like gearing up for softball. Like, this is Thanos. This is is it. Tony Stark's going to contact them somehow and be like, hey, look, I got this plan. This thing is about to happen. I already know where Bucky is. I know why you have him there. I'm not worried about him. We have to worry about this bigger problem. Spider-Man's um, arm hairs is standing up. Shit's real. Shit's real right now in the Marvel Universe. Like, it's not just, I mean, um, Dormammu, uh, Odin dying. Uh, I don't know if you got, I mean, and looking at it from that perspective, all the, all the crazy things that have happened along this ride. Um, that are attributing to Thanos being able to manipulate things to put himself in this position. Um, they're gonna they're gonna be ready. This isn't just it's not like Thanos is just gonna show up and like just snatch Infinity Gems out of like that's kind of what they're gearing you up to think. But you're talking about Black Widow, Hawkeye. Hawkeye is not only gonna be an essential part of what's going on. Think about an Age of Ultron. If it wasn't for Hawkeye motivating Scarlet Witch mm-hmm. and having the kind of rapport he did with Quicksilver, that battle doesn't get won. It doesn't, period. Yeah. They win. Ultron keeps the two um, heralds he keeps, and he decimates. Because Hawkeye turned things around for the Avengers, it became kind of a different thing. And you can see he was getting sick of that life. He didn't want in. He wanted out. When when, when it was, He was very clear about it. When Black Widow came to um, Cap and talked to him, he said, look, um, he's retired. He does not want to do this anymore. So it's not about him betraying his family and not going. But this is the end of the world. And we're talking about Clinton Barton. He, he doesn't. That's that's his thing. He's going to show up. He's going to do do what he does best. Um, so I think he's with Cap. And I think that they're going to just do what they do as Avengers. and kind of Awesome. Steve? So I actually am clearly wrong. I, I, I was thinking that they were still on the raft. So I'm misremembering something there. But uh, I, I mean... I, I have no doubt I'm, I'm remembering it At wrong. the end of um, Civil War. Okay, so they do get broken up. Yeah, they do. I, I thought that it ended Captain with them America, there for some reason. All but. the lights go out and Captain America's standing like in the control room of the raft smiling. So gotcha. So like, decided to turn herself in. Or... Gotcha. So, yeah, I, yeah, I, I guess um, 
I just sort of hope that what Santino said sort of is true. I, I really want to see this character, Ronan. For those of you don't know, um, you know, he took on this role, and it was worn by different characters in the Marvel universe too it wasn't just one person i think daredevil was actually ronin for a while uh but it was essentially this ridiculously cool visually cool looking ninja type character Mm -hmm. that wore a like full body suit of armor full face mask it could be anyone in there and holy crap if you're gonna introduce a new character in in this this movie right here how fucking badass would it be if they have this random ninja dude just kind of you know pushing its way weaving its way in here and there just a little bit throughout the narrative and appearing here appearing there and then have it be revealed at the end or maybe even in the next movie it was fucking hawkeye the whole time yeah like that would be the coolest thing you could do with hawkeye i think yeah because I agree. because well, he's he you know i i do like hawkeye uh yeah, I love- MC, MCU Hawkeye is not even in my top like 20 for favorite characters. Mm-hmm. I loved his role in Ultron. I yeah. loved it. But yeah, but there's just it's just it's just him. It's not his fault. It's there's too many other characters that are just they're just so great, you know. So what he's you know, he shoots a bow and arrow, but he he was so self-deprecating in Ultron. I just he was just awesome. And you you understood why he was there. You understood why he was a valuable, you know, addition to the team. But yeah, that's what I hope. I hope that we don't see him at all. And there's a throwaway line and they say Barton got killed and you just like, "Oh shit, off-screen, you assholes." And then like Later, it's revealed. Oh my God! This ninja is actually freaking Clint. Yeah, but that yeah. is that is how it works, though. It originally is that like doesn't isn't he Ronan after after he gets killed? You know, I I didn't read at that Spoiler point. Alert. I I don't I don't yeah, know. Uh, I'm not I'm not the expert. I don't. I'm a little. I think so. There was a character like, named Echo. Echo, yeah, I remember that. that. Was it at one point? Like I think uh, she was I, the original. Yeah, but I'm I yeah. Think. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Like they really, it really was a gimmick that they used a lot in fast. Like you never got the chance to, and if you didn't care about the last Ronin, you weren't excited that there was another one. So like, you know, the fact that Blade was Ronin for a while, like I, when I, I was like, uh, like I, I actually like wrote, I wasn't reading a book because I'm like I don't care about fucking Ronin, and then it turned out to be Blade, and I was like, fuck. Now, now, <laughs> I, now you want to fuck Ronin, right? Well. That was the '90s were long and weird. <laughs> Ashes, where do you? What is your thoughts? Okay, so I do have a theory about Hawkeye. Um, I believe that he is somewhere, and that he will end up somewhere else. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that is right. Inside. Now, have you been thinking about that, that very specific your entire life for the last year? Yeah, I, it's it's the question that's kept me up. Most nights. Mm-hmm. Um, I also do believe profound. that we will see. Not just ret- uh, why am I married to this man? Um, that too. It, 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 it <laughs> Not was, just it, what's that smell? <laughs> that, that, that's three. Um, but I also do believe that we're going to see the return of Nick Fury and Maria Hill. I'm not sure if they're going to be key players in the first movie. I think that they may be reintroduced in a mid post credit 
scene. I think, yeah, bring it I all back to be, Iron Man I mean, 1. Like, I, I think that if there are going to be like eight post credit scenes, to be honest with you. I think, yeah, it's just going to be crazy. Like, you're going to, the movie's going to be over. No, just like, keep going. Right, the movie's going to be over. Be like the Octobox on Red, on red Zone. Like, the movie's going to be over, and then you're going to have to sit in the theater for another hour just to get through all of the post credit scenes. And I will love it. Um, and I won't complain. But yeah, so I think that um, they're not going to give you too much in the first movie as far as where certain people have been. Um, I think they're going to wait and reveal some things in the second movie. But I think that the... I hope they um, do. I really hope there's plenty of mysteries they leave unanswered in the first one. And you're like, oh, are these plot holes? And it's like, no, bitches. You just got to wait. Yeah, but I do think that, you know, some things will be revealed after the movie. That's pretty good. Patsy? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swap spots with you because I have to set up a special thing. Okay. Um, for me, I think, and this actually does tie in with Ian and with Steve and with Santino's uh, ideas about uh, Hawkeye being Ronan. I think... Also, and I saw this theory, and it kind of really does make sense, where there might be a possibility that they say, oh, my God, Barton is dead. Whereas, like, Coulson, if we go back to Avengers, where Coulson, quote-unquote, died, they do, like, the whole Project uh, Tahiti bullshit, like they did in Age, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think he's going to take the mantle of Ronan, but also be the next Coulson for the next... Marvel Cinematic Universe, the next Avengers, and I think the mantle of Hawkeye will be passed down to maybe Kate Bishop. I know that kind of brings in a comic book idea, but I think, you know, Hawkeye does play a key role in a lot of these films, and I think it'd be a waste to get rid of him, and I think they can utilize him for his talents and what he can do, and I think during the two years i think he does spend time with his family but you know he is still someone who is going to fight for his country fight for earth fight for the universe and i think he's going to play a big role and we won't see what he does until the very end i think he's going to be working with nick fury probably setting up the next adventures with captain america That's actually a really great point nicole i didn't even think of that because that originally was his boss yeah i think you know uh, you know, it, it, I think it pays tribute to Coulson because he was the MCU created this character to be a kind of like the factor that brings everybody together. And I think Hawkeye would be the perfect person to take over that role as the new Coulson for the upcoming Marvel Cinematic Universe, the next phase of what is going to happen. Do you mean like the proxy of, or do you mean the the thing that they can rally behind? I think it'd be something that they can really rally behind but i think you know i think he i don't i think there there's so much that is like rambling on my head with because there's so many theories but i think for hawkeye and how much he has impact and how much he has done for the avengers i think you know with shield being kind of not where it was many years ago i think you know they're trying to bring things back together i think you know they all know that they're in deep shit I actually have. A, I'm sorry. I had a question to kind of go along with what you just said. Okay. Like I wanted to to everybody, if that's okay. Yeah. Bucky and 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 Stark. Mm-hmm. The end of the world is here. He killed this man's mom, and 
like choked her to death. I don't know how. How do you guys think that's gonna go? And Vision and Scarlet Witch. How do you guys think that's gonna go? I need to know. I, I need to. Minds over there, Wolfenstein Studios, to tell me what's going to happen. I have you hacked into my like iPad because I do have a question about past conflicts preventing uh, heroes working together. So we are very much on the same way. I way won't like, say I hacked into it, but I will say Taryn Barber, Madam President, has built us an Ultron. <laughs> I won't say that it hacks things, but I'll say it could. All right, but before we do with that question, Patsy, I know you're eager to do something. Yeah, well, first I'll talk about where I think Hawkeye is. I think he is going to be out on the periphery, and I don't think he's going to be doing anything uh, really all that impressive. Um, I think that was set up in Avengers Age of Ultron when he was trying to get the twins to get out and fight. He's like, oh, we're all running around, and cities are flying, and I've got a bow and arrow. Like... If what we've seen in the trailer where, you know, Thanos punches the shit out of Tony Stark with his non-gauntlet hand, like, he hits him so hard, like, the Stark stock prices fall. Like, that's how hard he hit that guy. What, what good is a bow and arrow going to do? But that's the point of the character. Yeah, that's, you put that's the, great, but you put the no and nuance. Like you don't get you don't get any of these guys. Like that's why that's why there is a Hawkeye to be like the proxy for the human race. Like you don't get it. Like oh, no, he's I, not I tough enough to be in this fight. No, no, I like, understand. That's why it. there is a Hawkeye. But he's you're a writer. No, no, I understand like, that. You know what? That you know what they have down, that instead down. of Hawkeye. You know what they have? They have. Uh, uh, Oh my God! I'm no one's tough. Dora Milaje. That's who they have. So fuck Hawkeye. He's yeah. not going to do anything. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they just kill him off screen because they want to focus on somebody who will actually, you know, make a difference. Maybe he takes out a couple of like the the Black Order, like the faceless red shirt guys. But I don't think Hawkeye contributes uh, much. This is that's, like Infinity Wars written by Vince McMahon. That's my. <laughs> that's my. Uh, this guy doesn't have enough muscles to be in the Infinity War. No, I just I think he's a good character. I think he does a lot of interesting stuff. I just don't think that he's going to do much when it comes right, to in this arena. This this In specific this film, specific arena, this specific film, he's not going to do anything. But when Thanos wipes out half the the life in the galaxy or the universe, and two of the people that die are, are like his family, like his wife and one of his kids, then we'll see him do something. But in this film, he's not going to do anything. How about uh, Ronan takes the Soul Stone covertly <laughs> and is just kind of like escapes and goes and he is like he's doing his thing. He's just kind of weaving, bobbing, and weaving and bobbing. But we do we have. I don't know if the bobs uh, are before the weaves or we have a special guest that is lined up, Wolfie. Oh. Uh, I sent you the information. Uh, actually, I sent it through a text, but I can. Uh, you're bringing more motherfuckers on this podcast. I have one person who is going to come on, and because they didn't, uh, they didn't want to leave a voicemail, but this person wanted to join us live, oh, talk no, to us real quick. I'm watching the Red Sox game. I'm, I'm going to send this Priorities, to you right now. Man. Priorities. I'm, I'm going to send it to you right now on, on Messenger, so you can see it, so you know what name. Now, this is uh, Ray Park. I wish it was Ray Park. That'd be Stop fucking Stop saying awesome. that fucking name. Um, Jeff Goldblum. This is going to be I a guess. special treat Ray for Jr. the Amalgamania folks. 
because this is um, right there. That's the one. So he should be uh, expecting us any moment. Hello? Hello. Hello. Hey, uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Justin Cooper, uh, again of Amalgamania. You've actually got a twofer of Justins here. You've got Justin with an I. Hello. And Justin with an E. Oh, (laughs) shit. We have double Justins? (laughs) (laughs) So now we've got three total Justins. He's Justin with a Y. We need two more to have uh, five for the Soul Stone. We like Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So, Justin, uh, I hear you have a prediction for for our our, uh, discussion here. Yeah, um, my big prediction is that um, Thor is going to be turned to glass and shattered right before everybody's eyes. So just like in the Infinity War comic. I think that's um, that's one of the huge uh, key points that they have to hit on on this one. And um, as someone who's not a huge Thor fan, I'm okay with that. Okay. Now, Makes sense. You think that despite the fact of all the uh, all the evidence pointing towards Thor forging his new hammer, Stormbreaker. My demon's name is, is Stormbreaker. Is that going to be him forging that, though? That, those are the rumors I've heard. Yeah, I've heard those rumors as well. But it would make sense for him to get killed because we have seen uh because if I remember correctly, the uh the member of the Thor Corps who wielded Stormbreaker was Beta Ray Bill, who right. we got teased in uh got, got the little see yeah, got to see a little uh Or uh Ashes, what do you call him? Betamax Bill. Yeah, I like it. I remember Betamax Bill. <laughs> so that's a very interesting uh it's a very interesting I have a question. Go ahead. Um, who who creates uh, in the comic books? Who who creates Stormbreaker? Wasn't it Odin? Or um, Odin has his uh, forge, his dwarf yeah, forge. It's the dwarf. But all right, all right, all right. The dwarf. The dwarf. Um, is he the uh, is he the king of dwarves? Possibly. Okay. Um, because uh, I was I was reading um, and I made a post about it in, in um in uh in the Amalgam group. Um, that Peter Dinklage um, is uh, is um, listed is listed in the cast, but there is no there is no um, um, confirmation as to who he's playing. Now, some people have been saying online that uh, that he might be the, the the King of Dwarves, the person that I guess created the um, Stormbreaker. So I don't know. That's something to think about. That's an interesting. I, I, I know that's something pit. that we were going to cover. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, what about Pip? So that's Pip right. Is what? A troll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that that's what people are saying too. Like like I said, everything right now is just speculation. You know what I mean? But that's the mo- that that's the only thing that I've heard that kind of makes sense right now. I like Thor getting destroyed. I think that's I think that's awesome because it kind of sets it up for um, Captain Marvel to take her place. I think with with the muscle going, with Thor being this, the next down from Hulk as far as muscles concerned, I think Thor getting taken out sets it up so Captain Marvel can step in too. That's a, that's a good point. So. Well, Justin, uh, thank, you for, uh, thank you for thank you for dropping in. Uh, do you have anything else that you want to uh, add for us before we uh, we let you go here? Yeah, uh, what do you guys think about the possibility of the ultimate nullifier showing up? 
I think that's going to wait until we get the uh, the Fantastic Four. I think they're going to save that for the Fantastic Four and Galactus. Personally, I don't know. What do you uh, Amalgo folks think? It's, I think I think uh, being that Reed is directly responsible for the uncovering and therefore uh, conception of that weapon. I don't know. I think I think we'd have to have Reed and his brain power or his level of brain power. Stark's not there, so where would they get one? Yeah, I think that's fair. Shuri, yeah, Shuri could do it. And uh, we we were saying earlier we were talking about this. Um, Thanos looks an awful lot like Vigo, the Carpathian. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, do you think maybe he'll end up in a painting? Is he the keymaster? It's, it's entirely possible. Uh, <laughs> it's Vigo. <laughs> you are but the bicycle flies to him. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I don't think they want to hear my other thing of how they get take down Thanos. That's the, yes, several that's the last theory. Infinity Stone is the pink slime. Well, I, I appreciate the uh, the input, and uh, thank you for uh, for joining in with us. And uh, you know, we definitely appreciate the uh, the, the call in here. But uh, hey, hey, Justin, which yep. one? Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, screw that. Cool, cool. Yep. Um, I heard uh, through the grapevine that you like uh, Spumoni ice cream. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. Well, that works. <laughs> Who eats that's that? An <laughs> you'll learn later. You'll find out later. Yeah, you'll. That's a yeah. That's a thing. So thank you guys for uh, for calling in. We are going to get back to our uh, our predictions. Thank you very much for joining us, and uh, you know we hope to hear back from you guys soon. All right, Spumoni, everybody. <laughs> All right, take care, buddy. They was hounding me over here to say Spumoni. <laughs> you got it now. You got it. All right, so, Nicole, where are we? All right, so Ian brought up a great point because I think he hacked it to my iPad. Will past conflicts prevent heroes from working together? Will past... Was- Ultron, Nicole, not me. Yeah, okay. Uh, Well, past conflicts will be subsided for this great threat. Example, Captain America and Iron Man, the the conclusion of Civil War. Would that be a huge factor? And I think, Ian, I think you're correct about it. Um, What do you guys think over in the Algamedia group down over in Maryland? What do you guys think? Um, About... Cap and what his role as far as him and Stark and their relationship. Mm-hmm. I, what you were you were asking? What is your thoughts about like the whole like Bucky Barnes and you know Tony Stark and the whole like that that tri like that triangle of issues right there? They just I need to that, fucking uh, get it over with. <laughs> yeah, that that might work with uh, with Bucky Barnes, but uh, Cap. I don't know. Cap's kind of um, he's kind of stuck in the middle. And thankfully, he's used to being a leader, so I think he handles it in that way. I think he kind of compartmentalizes and keeps the the peace between the two. I think he ends up becoming the medium, and I think that the tension between Barnes and um, Stark ends up becoming very real because now I think um, Bucky Barnes is kind of over that whole thing. Like, he tried to explain to Stark, like, I remember who they are, but I had no control over myself. Like, I didn't do this 
of my own free will. And I think Bucky's the kind of guy, if you remember how his kind of attitude was in Civil War, he's not the kind of guy that's just going to let you keep taking shots at him and pushing him around. I think Bucky's going to kind of come to the point where he's like, all right, I killed your parents. I didn't mean to do it. Let's just, you know, either shake hands about it or kill each other. And and I don't think he's going to allow Stark to do too much posturing. So I think eventually it's going to come down to um, what Stark's going to do. And Tony being as petty and as human as he is, I don't like, I, I just don't like where that, I don't got Tony Stark saying, it's cool. You choked my mind. We're good. Like, I just don't, I don't got it. I don't have that happening because he could have easily diffused all of that when it happened and then went after Barnes on his own or whatever, but then it wouldn't have been the movie. But either way, I don't got Stark just taking that line down. It would have been different if it was like an old girlfriend or a friend of his from, I used to go drinking with or something, but these are his, these are essentially the most important people in his life that were taken from him pretty savagely at that, and he watched it happen. It would be different if he kind of just heard that it happened that way or somebody told him or there was some kind of compiled secret that maybe he'd be able to... He watched this man murder his parents, and I don't think Tony's letting that lie. So, yeah, it's going to be issues. To say the least, there's going to be issues. All right. Anybody here want to contribute to that question? Yeah, I, I, I have a, a thought on that. All right. Uh, I don't think it's ever going to come up because I don't think Bucky and Stark are ever going to cross paths. So I don't think it's going to matter. I think we're going to see three different groups of superheroes um, fighting in three different, uh, I don't want to call them arenas, but three different arenas. Like there's going to be essentially three teams. Like we're going to see Thor and the Guardians, uh, you know, or Thor and some of the Guardians doing their thing. We're going to see Peter Quill, Drax. Gamora and and uh, Nebula with uh, Stark and Spider Man and Doctor Strange and Wong and the Hulk on and on Titan, and then Hulk's gonna go. But before Hulk goes to Titan, they're gonna they're gonna send him to Wakanda to let them know what's going on, and then you know we're gonna have the rest of it like that massive Wakandan battle scene. Like that's gonna be the third act of the film. So these guys are never gonna cross paths. So. It's not really going to matter. It probably would be like, you know, the the one thing you don't need. There's so much. This it's it's going to be such a bloated story, right. bloated bloated narrative. It's anyway. excessive conflict. Yeah, you just kind of don't need it. I think uh, there's going to be a little infighting anyways when guys are like, "Well, I want to do this." But, well, I want to do. It. Well, I'm the leader of my team. Yeah, but I'm the leader of my team. I think we'll see that with Quill and Star. I think other to get them to where they had to be, I think that those conflicts were almost set up so that uh, they could learn uh, like this isn't a, they, they haven't dealt with this this is an extinction level event so I think that hey. they're they're gonna be like you know like I, I think once you deal with that sort of like I mean I think there are, I think some of them are gonna die and some of them are almost gonna die and I think when that happens I think it's gonna be like wow all of our, all of our shit no matter how important we thought it was was shit that's exactly what I was going to say. Like yeah. they're going to realize that their their petty differences, the sh- bullshit that they've been fighting over, you know, is nothing in comparison to what they're up against, and that they're better off banding together and pooling their resources. You know, they have a better chance of surviving doing that versus you know bickering on the side right. while facing Thanos. And they don't have a choice, right? Because not any one of them is going to beat. Thanos, they yeah. all have to. Right? We're gonna, we're gonna. I think we're gonna see like a Rocky three thing. It's like, all right, once this is all over, me and you, and then you know, you got Bucky, and then you got, and you got uh, Stark in the ring. 
It's like, you want to ring the bell? Uh, ring the bell? Ding, <laughs> ding. And then they're going to go at it, and then Eye of the Tiger is going to play. Well. It's going to be a nice thing. <laughs> not, not Eye of the Orangutan? No, not Eye of the Orangutan. Although, I, if, uh, if Thor dies, it's going to be like Apollo in 4, though. Yeah. <laughs> Throw the damn towel! <laughs> Speaking of death, my next question is probably the important question, the thing that we're all wondering. The Russo brothers have confirmed that there's going to be a big drastic change with the with within phase four, phase three into four, someone's gonna die, or some people will die. So my question to everybody: Who will die? Will there be any deaths as a sacrifice for others to live? Will there be more than one death in this film? Possible theories on that idea. Um, hold on, Dynamo. <laughs> um, I'll wait. Um, let's head it over to Marilyn Taryn. What is your idea? Who will? Who's gonna die? What do you think is gonna I die? I've been going back and forth with that question, and, and uh, some of my imaginings have gotten really graphic. Like, is Thanos going to just rip the stone out of Vision's head, you know, and he drops dead, or, or is just everybody going to die um, and then be resurrected in the second part? Um, I've been like looking online, reading forums. A lot of people think that it's going to be Spider Man. Um, so I, I've been oscillating between those two, between Spider Man and Vision. All right, Justin. Uh, do, do, oh, am I the only Justin left? You are the uh, only right. Justin left. <laughs> right. I think your mic is out. LJS, last Justin standing. <laughs> Justin with mic? a Y on the there mic. There we go. Oh, okay. Um, well, one thing that I've been wondering about is, um, I mean, when they've been making the movies, they're obviously pulling from the comic storylines, but they're playing with them considerably. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're mixing them. Uh, they're pulling, pulling a little bit from this story, a little bit from that story. And you know, to get the finished product, and given that the that this is kind of like the end game of all of the movies um, to this point, and that there is supposed to be a big paradigm shift after this with what their um, what who the cast is going to be left over, I've been wondering how much of disassembled they're going to pull from, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, and and with that. Um, I mean, I'm not sure if he gets. I don't remember if he actually gets killed, but Vision definitely takes a big hit in right. That. He gets uh, torn and in Hawk, half, and Hawkeye gone. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And and that those are my uh, those are my leads right there. All right, Santino, what is your thoughts? Who's going to die? Who will die? What? Do, who do you want to die? As well? I want anybody. Die. I want everybody to get. <laughs> Um, 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 honestly, uh, it's killing me. I really don't, I really don't know. I'm dying over here. Um, (laughs) um, I, I, I seen some photos, uh, that, uh, surfaced, um, within the last couple days of, uh, of, uh, Chris Pratt, um, his character. And he looks, he looks kind of devastated in in the photos. Mm -hmm. So... Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's that's what's going on, but I, I think somebody, I think maybe somebody close to Peter Quill, um, might might um, yeah, like well, yeah, because in Infinity Gauntlet, um, Nebula, um, kind of um has a has a kind of messed up a messed up um thing going on. You know what I mean? So I don't know, I don't know if they'll uh, take from that or not, but um, it's gonna be interesting to see. Um, 
But uh, yeah, for the most part, I don't really, I don't really know. I can't really put my finger on it right now. All right, Dynamo. I think we don't have to look as far as the narrative. I think we only need to look as far as, and I'm not talking about the press junkets where everybody gets up and says, I love being an Avenger. I'm looking up at like kind of, you know, I think you only have to look as far as TMZ as long as this fucking uh, series has been going. And Chris Evans has regretted his contract since the first Captain America movie. And Robert Downey Jr., they've had to give more and more money every single time. Well, I mean, frankly, I mean, I thought they were going to kill Cap at the end of Civil War. Right. You know, but, it, you know. I, yeah, so so I, I think that, I, I think that, I mean, and you show a couple people devastated. Chris Pratt has never met Steve Rogers, but he probably grew up hearing about Captain America. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He's probably like an iconic thing. I don't think, I, I, I think you're going to see... And I don't think it's going to work, mind you. I think it's going to, you know, uh, I think it's going to, you know, flop like Chris Evans at a Black Panther party. But, like, I, I think at the end of the day, you're going to end up having uh, some really, 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 really flaccid versions of all of the iconic characters. But I think I think Hawkeye will be around. Because at the end of the day, again, narratives notwithstanding, really, what's that guy doing? Yeah. Right. You know, but like not only like has Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. shown a, a wanting to do smaller things. Yeah. Like this has brought Chris Evans into being able to do whatever he wants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and literally he's been bitching publicly, not even subtly about not wanting to be in this tied up in this really. Uh, I mean, if they decide Captain America is going to have to show up for five minutes to be in something. Like Captain America, has, like Chris Evans, has to stop what he's doing or writing or being on another movie to show up and you know mug it up as Captain America somewhere else. So I think we're going to end up and not in amazing shape, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So I think I think we're going to end up like I mean one of the things that really came out of him being in a foreign press junket during Snowpiercer was a lot of bitching about having to be Captain America. And I think, you know, that that stuck with me through all this death thing. And I just don't think that the, I, and I, you know, I don't I think that they paid Robert Downey Jr. in with with the end in sight. I think they gave him dumb money saying like, right, you only got to do this one. more Yeah, time. we need you to hear because right. yeah. they've because they've written uh, both their legacy characters. Right. Because both both Bucky and Sam Wilson are in the MCU. Right. And in in this kind of. You know, very smart inclusiveness that Disney seems to be doing with the Star Wars universe. They've written this really great character uh, that currently, or up until recently, was Iron Man in the real Marvel universe. Um, I can't remember her name, but she was awesome. Right. right. Yeah, she's yeah. like Fort Re Re something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, which, so I think that you're going to end up having the rescue. No, no, that's no, uh, her name is her, that's Pepper it's, Potts. It's like her real Riri. name is it's Riri. Riri, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I, th- I think that you're, you know, I think that and she's like fifteen. We're going to see, which I think is brave. I don't think it's going to work, but I think we're going to see a lot of these characters. You can't have another Luke Skywalker. You can have right. another Jedi, right? Yeah. right? But anybody could really be Captain America. Right. You know, so like well, maybe. It, it, yeah. And I mean, we have two options right there right. already. So. And maybe you have both. Maybe that's what the mm-hmm. next Captain America is about. You know, but I think I don't I think that our big two. Would we agree that those are the big two? Right. Like oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Down, oh, yeah. Downey and, and. I mean, I, I, I like I said, I, I thought they were going to kill off 
cap after you know after Civil War because that's what happens, right? You know, and so and so when that didn't happen, uh, you know, I mean, the, it's it's likely, it's entirely likely. Right. Can I? Uh, I just want to jump in real quick Go for uh, something that we talked about earlier. Um, I'm look. I'm trying to look up a, a character's name, and I see that Linda Cardellini is credited as Laura Barton in this film. So I think we are going to see Hawkeye's family. So it's right there. Well, they might disappear, though. I'm just saying, like, everybody who said if, you know, Hawkeye's going to go back to the farm and hang out with his family, his wife is cast in this film. Mm -hmm. Ian, what are your thoughts? Who's going to die? Who would you like to see die? Um, Who's going to, you know, that whole, who do you think is going to die in this film? I think that um, I'm leaning more towards, well, I want it to be Captain America. Um, mostly because um, you show that iconic scene of him uh, struggling with Thanos with the glove and kind of like that last stand in the gauntlet. Um, it's just, it's just, it just rings so true. And, and to me, I think that's what's going to end up happening. I think um, Thanos is going to kind of decimate and get done what he wants done. And Cap's going to kind of be the last guy standing. And it's going to be a matter of, you know, uh, I'm going to lay my light or I'm going to fight you with my last breath and Thanos is going to be like, all right, cool, it kills him. Um, I think that's pretty much how that's going to go. If it's not going to be Cap, I'm not sure. I mean, it could, it could be anyone. Vision technically isn't alive, so he can't really die. He's an AI inside of a uh, vibranium body. So technically, he's not really alive. So whatever happens to him, Stark, uh, Peter Parker, all these great minds you have with the Avengers, the Shield, and all somebody will put him back together. He's not the issue. So, yeah. will he get damaged? Will he get hurt? I think that's his whole reason for being in the first place because he can get the gem ripped out of his head and then be okay tomorrow. Um, the hit's going to come from one of the more human characters. It's, uh, if Thor dies, again, he's a god of thunder. Him dying is like, oh well, he'll be back. Uh, that's what gods do. They disappear, come back, and whatever else, and all their magic and everything. So Thor died. I think you're going to see a lot of that happening, like a lot more than just one character is going to die. But I think like what – I think it was Justin or was it um, – I'm sorry, the other gentleman. What was the other gentleman's name? Steve. Steve. Um, I think it was what he was saying about kind of um, like Chris, – Chris Evans has kind of made it very clear. Oh, that, that was yeah. Dynamo. That was, that was Mr. Chris Mars to us. He that he does not want to be in yes. these movies. He has he can pretty much do whatever he wants with the success that he's gotten from these movies. So yeah. I think that's what it's come down to, and it's it has to be Cap. Um, not only because of the comic accuracy, but also because Chris Evans and why not Cap? You know, because going you're going to need like T'Challa or or yeah. I don't know one of the newer like uprising guys to lead. The- now, if if we were talking earlier about like you know who's going to be you know like the new Coulson as far as as far as the character that they're going to rally around mm-hmm. I mean that's you know Cap's death is that's the yeah. thing to rally you know that's true yeah. yeah above you know above and beyond all else that's the thing to rally around plus it would stick it to Stark because he uh, they they ended it on a fight right yeah. Aww. How about you, Steve? What do you who you think is going to die? Will there be more one de- more than one death? Um, I think there has to be more than one death, but there isn't going to be more than one gigantic rip your guts out death. Mm-hmm. I think that um, uh, I think Cap's going to probably die in the next one. 
I think he's going to die, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's going to be this one. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, before before we had the Justins on, I uh, I it never even occurred to me that they would do the the shattering Thor thing. You know, I yeah, he's a god, and you know, I agree with absolutely everything you said, Ian, about the vision. I absolutely thought from the moment that they showed us that scene in the first trailer, it's like okay, they're showing it to us, which means. It's not going to kill him. Mm-hmm. It's just making it seem that way. So we're like, oh, man. And then when he comes back, we're like, what, what, what? No. And uh, yeah, but I think that, um, yeah, so I think Vision's totally safe. But we've seen gods die. You know, Odin died. Uh, so I don't know. Like, I, I would, I personally don't want Thor to die. But that would be a huge rip your gut out moment, especially since Ragnarok finally turned it around for everybody. Yeah. Because right. the first two right. Thor movies were not super popular. And then you have this this one comes out and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, oh, I love this one. Yeah. It was very popular. Um, so, but I, I think for my picks, I mean, I, I feel like you got to have a couple small ones that aren't as big of a deal. I think Drax is done. I think you got, and you know, who, whoever said, I, I don't know if Santino, if it was you, somebody said something, you saw Peter Quill sad. I think, yeah, one of the Guardians is dying. It's mm-hmm. not going to be Gamora. Uh, it, uh, Nebula is going to have some very personal thing happen to her because she was brought up by by Thanos, and maybe they'll do the thing that happens in the comic. And for those of you uh, who don't know, she gets like essentially turned into like this this mindless sort of shell zombie looking character Mm -hmm. takes away all of her everything and she's just kind of forced to just watch him and can't do anything and uh and stuff so perhaps perhaps they'll do something like that i do think i do feel like if she dies it will be like very personal and it'll be thanos's hand that like he will do something to her but i think i think drax is done i think i think kind of the one of the big ones if not the big one for this first movie because I I really think I mean Chris Evans said he, they said he's in the next one so yeah. granted it could be in flashbacks or something like that mm-hmm. but I think that I think he's going to be the big death in the next one and that the big death in this one I hope it's not Thor I hope it's Loki I think Loki deserves to be done <laughs> and I think that the scene which is actually my favorite scene in Ragnarok for all the people who uh, not that everybody has to like everything, but for the people who who said, "Oh, Marvel's just they, they make these soulless comedies," like there was a lot of soul in Ragnarok for me because of the brother relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, I I always you know brother things get me. I have a brother; we're very close. I when whenever you know it's like supernatural Sam and Dean. When whenever it's like a brother dynamic, like I really love that. And for for my money. The scene when Loki betrays Thor at the near the near the end ish, you know, three mm-hmm. quarters through, and Thor just a hundred percent knows he's going to do it, and you don't think that he does, and and he gets Loki on the ground, and 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 he's like, you know, you got to you got to you got to move past this. He's like, you got to move past. You yeah. got to be done with this. And I think there was such good. That was such a good character moment for Loki because. I think he, he maybe for the first time ever like heard his brother. I think he finally heard him and was like, "Maybe, yeah. maybe you got a point there." And then at the end, he he you know was on the side of good or whatever. But we see him in the trailers here. He's clearly handing over the tesseract 
to, to Thanos. Yeah. Um, so I think that that could go one of two ways. I think either he is just a snivelly little piece of crap and he's <laughs> handing it over to save his ass. Yeah. Or perhaps he's doing that with the addendum of uh, maybe I can undermine something and work from the inside and possibly be a freaking good guy in the end. But mm-hmm. I think that if he does that, he's got to die. And yeah. Tom Hiddleston, you know, he, he, I don't know, he's done an amazing job. Everybody yeah. loves him to death. He's going to be a character. He's like the Snape, right? He's like the Snape of the MCU. Yeah. And, Spoiler alert. Yeah, Snape kills Dumbledore, I know. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean... I, I, don't, I don't even know, know what any I of those think, words yeah, mean. Yeah, Harry Potter, mean. Harry Potter people. <laughs> I, I, that, that'd be my pick. I think the big death for this one, the big one for me is Loki. All There'll right. be some smaller ones. I think Vision's going to get hurt real bad, just like Ian said. I think Shuri's going to fix him. I think it's going to be up to Shuri specifically, because, and that might be how Tony eventually bridges into Wakanda, but it won't be in this movie. All right, Ashes, what about you? Okay, so as much as it pains me to say this, I agree with you, Steve, on the Loki. It's going to break my fucking heart to not see Tom Hiddleston's tight ass <laughs> in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I've heard women say he has sexy hands. Is that, a, is that a thing? Oh, it's... Uh, yeah, does that it's, exist? Uh, yes, yes, it does. You know, nice, like, muscular, well-defined... Yeah. hands with like perfectly proportioned fingers with like different infinity and, stones in and them. there's like just something about sexy. tom hiddleston with like the goth wig mm-hmm. that just uh it just doesn't hey, that's sexy those are sexy hands right there you folks um, can't see it we're, we're on a skype call but i mean the fingers work ian's, ian's showing us the gauntlet again um and i i think that's going to and I think it's going to happen in this movie as well. And I think that's going to set in motion. I think that's going to set in motion Thor kind of going crazy. Yeah. And the ultimate demise of Thor. I think we will eventually see the death of Captain America, but I don't think that will be until the second movie. I'm not sure if Iron Man is going to die or if he's just going to be like at the end, be like, fuck this, I'm out. You know what I mean? Like, like kind of pull like I'm getting too old for this shit type thing so i'm on the fence with that but i feel like the original and hulk i think we're going to see the death of the hulk as well that was a, a tv movie back in the day the death of the incredible hulk we play the he, sad walking away song he fell out of a plane and onto the tarmac um, yeah the tarmac is, is what killed fucking him. out of a plane fuck what? off with that Twas the tarmac that killed the beast in order for the <laughs> marvel cinematic universe to move forward they kind of need to Kill off the past. See, I don't the think they. I don't think they're going to kill everyone. Though. No, I, and I agree with you. I don't I, think they're going to kill I everyone. Like, I feel like the Hulk is immortal and can never die. And we're going to see. If anything, I'd love to see old Hulk someday. Ooh, the Maestro. Right. So, well, not the Maestro. I'd like to see the fucking Maestro. Get your Maestro out of here. But no, I mean, like, I think the Hulk's good. I think that Tony surviving could be interesting on the level of if you're not a Tony fan and you kind of just want to stick it to him, it's like he saw all this coming and could do nothing to stop it. So that would he would be like the tortured survivor. Yes. But I think, I think, I hope, I hope Thor is the one to survive and becomes the one that is still alive. And it's like him and the Hulk. And, and yeah, I don't I that's don't, what I hope. I don't, I don't see that. Stark. But I am prepared, you think, though. Ian, you think Stark's going to survive? It's got to be Stark. He, he's already seen it. 
It's already been revealed to him in um, Age of Ultron. The Mind Stone already showed him. And maybe not in the spe- uh, specificity or whatever, um, the specificness of um, all, uh, Thanos being the one to kill them all. But um, he definitely saw all the Avengers die. All the Avengers he worked with originally, that is. Uh, Hulk, Cap, Black Widow, Hawkeye. He watched all of them die. Awesome. Um, well, I'm sorry. Hurt. He, I don't know that. Like, oh no, they was dead. No, they were all dead. All of them. Even Cap and, was uh, like, "You killed us." Yes. No, no, I think no, that, no. Um, he had a shattered I think, shield. I think that rings true. I think that rings true at some point. I think that um, and the shattered shield is what really did it for me, is because a lot of people don't realize that that actually happens in the comic. Um, that he shattered what happened the shield. In the movie, though. Listen, but it, I, not, I think that Stark and Loki have to die though, because like. Their character. I mean, they have to have some sort of a redemption arc, right? Like Stark has directly or indirectly caused ninety percent of the mayhem in the Marvel universe. In low key, and exactly yeah. In in low key, low key has um, you <laughs> know, side. like he didn't have like when you thought he was going to be like a cool cat at the end of Thor Ragnarok, he still tried to screw everybody over. So he hasn't really had his like. You know his his come to Odin moment yet? Yeah, he's got to go out a good guy. Yeah, so I I think I I don't I can't imagine I, I think Evans I I stay by Evans dies in this one and Stark dies taking down Thanos. So so if uh, so what do you think his role in the next one would be if he dies here? Is that a, flashback a, a, stuff? Some or? sort of argument that you didn't see, like like them trying to have some redemption at some point that. Because, I mean, as good as, uh, unless they stay in Wakanda, as good as Steve is, he's not going to be able to hide from Stark if Stark wants to find him. I am pretty good. Yeah. So, Strength. Terrific. Right. Appreciate that. <clears throat> Cap, Drax, Loki, Hawkeye, Nebula, all of the Asgardians, all of the people of Xandar, M'Baku, Gamora, Thor, Stan Lee, Tony, two random people in the audience at each theater, Vision, Hulk, much of the Dora Milaje, Mantis, and Proxima Midnight will all die in this film. Okay. Uh, and the reason we know that all the Asgardians are going to die. Hey, hold on, Patsy, read that. All right. Can you read it one more time? Captain America, he's dead. Drax, he's dead. Loki, he dies in the first five minutes of the film. Like, right after he. If you, if you look at the look on Thor's face when uh, Thanos has him by the head, that is not a look of I'm in pain. That's Thanos forcing him to watch as he kills Loki. First of all, why are you yelling? Because that's what I do. Hawkeye, we already went over this. He's useless. He's Ronan. Nebula, because I don't think they'll kill Gamora off, but they might. Actually, I do think they'll kill Gamora off. She's a couple ones down. I think Nebula and Gamora are both dead, and that's what freaks Peter Quill out the most because you know that's, that's his lady friend. So that's what uh, Peter Quill's reacting to. Uh, all of the Asgardians, with the exception of Thor, um, not, Thor not Idris Elba. All of them, not yeah. Idris Elba. He's gonna kill Idris Elba, even not, with his he Idris, Elba. Idris Elba. Idris Elba wants out of that franchise, and more he's than gonna anybody. take the yeah, soul stone from him. Uh, all the people of Xandar. It's gonna happen off screen, or maybe in a flashback. Because we see Thanos' ship at the end of Thor Ragnarok. He's gonna hop onto the ship and be like. Hey, fucker, you have the Tesseract. You were supposed to get it to me like 11 fucking movies ago, so give it to me now. And he's like, okay, here you go. He's like, but you have to not kill me. He's like, well, 
no, I'm going to take it and then I'm going to murder you anyways because there's really literally nothing you can do because I already have the Power Stone because I already took it from Xandar and they're going to show him destroying Xandar taking the Power Stone. Um, next will be uh, M'Baku. I think he dies and that motivates Black Panther because of the arc that they had in the Black Panther film. I think Gamora goes. We already explained that. Thor. Thor's going to die. Uh, just because I think Hemsworth wants out of this franchise as well. I think they kill off Stan Lee because he is unfortunately not doing that great right now, and I don't think he's got any more cameos in him. And he's become really gropy. Yeah. Uh, Tony Stark, I think he dies. And, see, I I disagree where you guys are saying either Thor or Tony comes in to lead. Uh, The leader of the next film, and I kind of... Nicole, are you going to talk about... uh, the end for credit crunch scenes. for time, I might do that. So yeah. All right. So well, I'll just I'll just add it in right now. Uh, I think there's if they have any end credit scenes, there's going to be two. One is going to be Adam Warlock's cocoon opening, and him stepping out like saying something to the effect of "Yo, dude," like "Hey, everybody, I'm Adam Warlock, and I'm here to fight Thanos." Or the other. Th- Thing is going to be the defeated Avengers sitting around all upset and sad and fucking Captain Marvel walks in. Um, so she's going to be the leader. Uh, let's see. Two random people in the audience at each theater. You know, that's you know, like just a laser grid will just pop out and just like zap two people randomly. I like uh, that. Vision. Oh. I think Vision is uh, probably going to die unless Sherry can figure out a way of getting the Soul Stone out of his head without killing him. Because I think that scene where we see Vision getting the Soul Stone pulled out, they don't get the Soul Stone there. Scarlet Witch comes in to save him, uh, so and Cap shows up, and so does Natasha. They show up to help him, and that's going to be the scene where Proxima Midnight whips the, the spear at Steve, and he catches it and kind of just like steps out of the shadow, all bearded and handsome and stuff. And then they go to Wakanda from there to try to get the soul stone out. So I don't think they take the soul stone there, but I do think he dies. Uh, Hulk. I think Hulk is going to die. Cause I think that character has run its course. He doesn't really bring anything anymore. Like, Hulk. yeah. Uh, much of the Dora Milaje. I think a lot of black Panthers people are going to go down sadly because they're just, there's an overwhelming force of the black order swarming at them. And it's just sheer numbers at that point. And because uh, I feel like half of Wakanda gets killed like every you know couple of years in the comics. Yeah. Uh, Mantis. Mantis is going down because she... What her skill set is and what her powers are, I don't, she's not really anything over. I don't think you've, you've killed off the kill entire... So, no, the, and so Proxima, Guardians, Midnight. Proxima Midnight dies. No, no, but for Guardians 3, the only one left is Peter Quill, based on what you said. Peter Quill, Groot. Rocket, Groot. Groot, and the fucking Ravagers. Stallone, man. I don't know. That's not going to be Guardians. And those Ravagers actually were the original co- Guardians. Original Guardians so I don't think that. I don't think they'll do that. Well, there's a reason they included them in a in a post credit scene. Yeah, because they like to to. I know. Do winky, I know. Winky. But yeah, they included the the Grandmaster in that too. Oh, uh, the Collector. The Collector's going to die. I forgot about that. He's going to be dead too. Because. Like so I does said, he show up to get killed? Is he like, hey, it's going to be whoa. like a cut, a cut scene. Benicio del Toro's be like, oh, rah, 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 and he mumbling does and stuff. Hold yeah. the reality Ethan. stone, so he's going to die regardless. Oh, and um, 
while I was trying to, <laughs> I couldn't remember Proxima Midnight's character's name while I was scrolling through. Uh, uh, Paul Rudd is also credited in this movie. Yeah. Okay. So that, that it looks like Ant Man's mm. gonna be there, but Clint Barton is not. Jeremy Renner is not. So I don't know if he's gonna I'll show flip up. Flip you, Thanos. Flip you for real. For real. <laughs> <laughs> Salty right. purple for bastard. Crunch of time. I'm just gonna say Hulk's gonna die. Loki's gonna die. I think one of the. I think Nebula's gonna die. Even though I think it might be Gamora. I think it has with uh, the post or one of the scene scenes that we've seen. You know the emotional impact that it has on Peter Quill. I think it's going to be a big loss, either that or maybe Baby Groot, teenage Groot, Groot getting. He's not going to. I don't think he's going to be there. I'm just throwing a joke. Um, it, I think Cap is going to die next in the next film, and Happy. that is my theories. So to wrap things up, because we do have some. Uh, um, back. Thank you. Um, this will be a two-part question for everybody. What will you think the post-credit scenes will be? The mid and the post, and where do you think Stan Lee is going to show up in the film? Oh, these were my questions. I okay, like yeah, I know, I use them. So let's head over to the Algamedia group. What do you guys think? Who? What is the post-credit scenes, and where do you think Stan Lee will show up in the film? Taryn, you go first. I think the post credit scenes are going to depend on who dies and who lives. Whoever's left. And I'm sorry, what was the second question? Uh, where do you think Stan Lee is going to show up in this film? Oh, um, I, I, I don't know why this vision just popped in my head of him as a, a newspaper guy. So <laughs> I don't know, like some random dude on the street. Um, who makes uh, some random comment? The way he shows up in films, like you know, I'm looking for him, and then suddenly there he is. Yeah, Santina, what about you? Um, as far as post-credit scenes, um, uh, I'm hoping to see, I'm hoping to see something, something with, with the new, new character. Uh, uh, character, I don't, I'm not uh, particularly sure. Maybe Captain Marvel. Um, I, I don't. I don't really know. As far as uh, as far as Stan Lee, I think I think maybe um, they're gonna um, pull a typical one. There's gonna be some like disastrous scene going on where you know stuff's coming down and everything like that. And he says, you know, he he just pops up and says some some type of comic comic relief type line. You know what I mean? But um, um, I didn't really think too much on that. This is kind of a good question, but um. But yeah, as far as uh, as far as that goes, that's how that's how I feel about it. All right, Ian. Um. Wow. Post credit scenes, man. Uh. It could that it, that could be anything. Honestly, um, it could revolve around the deaths of whoever's gonna die. It could revolve around the characters you don't see that you need to see next. Um. But I think with uh, Marvel and how they've been true to form. Now that all the um, Infinity Gems are pretty much going to be revealed, hopefully going to be revealed in this movie, um, they don't really have very many surprises left. I think that was pretty much it, just kind of, you know, revealing some new characters and doing the locations of the Infinity Stones, and now with kind of all of that being up in the air, I think they're going to kind of just stick with what they've been doing and reveal either a new character or 
um, some type of ridiculous plot twist that goes with, um, you know, how they're going to stop Thanos because they really don't have much else. Like, this is the way that they're setting this up, this is supposed to be it. Like, this is the end of the world. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there's. Um, and as far as, uh, what was the other question? Where is Wait, Stan Lee where, will show up? Ah, oh, Stan. In my mind, I'm going to hope that Disney and Marvel had a clue and. They they did many cameos uh, off screen with with Stanley, and I hope that this is not the last time we see him pop up in a movie, Um, especially with Marvel being kind of a transcendent and eternal kind of universe. I'd like to see Stanley in many many more Marvel movies to come, even after his death. So um, the positivity in my mind would be, hopefully, that's what he did is recorded a lot of different cameos, Mm -hmm. just little things they can put in different movies regarding different characters. And Stan's clever like that, so I would I would put my money there. I don't think that they're gonna kill off. They can't. You can't. You can't kill off Stan Lee in the Marvel universe. That's like that's like killing the Marvel universe. I think. I don't think that that'll happen. So either he'll come back as some kind of ghost, or, I don't know, some kind of cosmic being. You saw him sitting with the Watchers, talking with the Watchers in Guardians of the Galaxy, or was that Thor? That was Guardians. That was Guardians too. Yeah. Started so he's so a watcher. He's, the watcher's kind of sitting there, kind of watching over things and talking to the watcher. So that says a lot. I don't think Stanley's going anywhere. All right. Uh, Patsy. Well, I already uh, did mine real quick, but okay. I would also. Um, my original thought was the end of the film is going to be Thanos snaps his fingers. And then the screen goes black. There's no music. It's just the credits. No credit scenes. Nothing. Which I think would be really powerful. But everybody's expecting a post-credit scene. So you could have multiple, like the two that I said, Adam Warlock's uh, cocoon opening up. Uh, Everybody that survives being all dejected. And then Captain Marvel comes in. Um, I know there's rumors that this character is going to show up, and I think they're going to do it similar to how Justice League introduced um, the uh, Green Lantern Corps, but I do think we're going to see Silver Surfer somewhere. That might be a post credit scene. Uh, I would love that because I love the Surfer. I'm a big Norrin Rad fan, and that would, to me, signal that they're going to be bringing Galactus in. So, All right. Uh, Steve? Yeah, see, I th- I agree with uh, with Patsy to a point. Uh, I think that um, I think Surfer is is pretty much my most anticipated character that is not in the MCU, more so than like the X Men. I, I feel like you know I I love the X Men, but I'm I'm good. I don't need the X Men in the MCU. I I would much rather have um, the Surfer because I want to expand into the cosmic more and obviously we have you know Adam Warlock's on the horizon at some point Uh, I think you're right I think you know it could could easily be um, Captain Marvel Um, I think that it I I hope it's Adam Warlock's cocoon opening I think that would be a fantastic one Uh, but as far as the Surfer I think that what they need to do is just Set him up and have him again. I'm going to say what I said the last time. That's the next one. I think. I think you need to set up Galactus, and uh, and maybe that's Stanley. You know, I'm just going to say yes. Yeah, Stanley <laughs> plays Galactus. He has. He, has uh, he gets to wear the the big purple hat. Like and, that. I'm and, here to eat your 
your planet, true believers. Excelsior. <laughs> He's certainly uh, the eater of worlds maybe to Jack Kirby's estate. Maybe that's what, what planet he ate first was the planet Excelsior, and that's why he's just on about it. Uh, I was chasing that dragon. No, um, yeah, I, th- I think I think Norrin Rad, man, next one. I think that, and, and it's going to be awesome. And yes. I think by that point, we'll have him. And they're going to work it out. But uh, can I say, if, if we see, if, if we do see the cocoon and it opens, uh, I think there's only one man inside, and that's Keanu Reeves. Okay. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, hey. Keanu Reeves as Adam Warlock, and he needs to talk exactly like Keanu Reeves talks. He's like, whoa. <laughs> Derailers, let me know what you think about that when you hear this. Yes, yeah, I know no, you guys are big Keanu fans. Keanu, blonde Keanu Reeves is Adam Warlock. I'm saying it right now. That would be right. fucking up amazing. Yeah. Uh, Justin? Uh, well, uh, Stan Lee is going to be a greeter at Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Well, about the movie. Yeah. Oh, where yeah. you think you're going to oh, find him. Oh, oh. <laughs> and the post-credit scenes. Oh, no, and uh, uh, um, whatever they do for the post-credit scenes, I mean, I, it's got to be something, something that points the way towards, you know, where the... Where the the franchise is going from there, so it's got to mm-hmm. be something with, with some kind of it, it, if not introduction, at least pointing the way towards that. I mean, I've heard the Silver Surfer rumors too. If he's showing up anywhere, it's not going to be until the post credits thing because that's a deal that you know really only came through within the last like you know two months or whatever that. Um, that they would have even had the rights to him, so right. that's something that they would have had to had to have done after the fact, if it is if it is true. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think just somebody who's going to be the next generation of of Avengers is is what they're going to have to do for the for the post credits. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think Captain Marvel is a pretty uh, is, you know is a is a likely bet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say, I just want to, because something just popped into my head because I'm a fucking weirdo like that. Uh, if Peter Dinklage does play Pip the Troll, like, maybe we hear, like, him talking to, like, the surviving Avengers and they're like, how do you know that? And he comes, like, strolling out, like, because you just hear his voice, you don't see him, and he comes walking out of the shadows. He's like, that's what I do. I drink and I know things. All right, Ashes, what about you? Okay, so I think that Stan Lee is going to be a mime on the street, and he's going to see the, like, Avengers run by him, and he's going to break character and be like, hey, I know those guys. Um, I think that would be kind of funny. And for post credit scene, <laughs> Stanley's a mime, um, you know, white gloves and all. Um, and for post credit scenes, I think the first post credit scene we're going to see Nick Fury and Maria Hill return. We're going to see kind of like the rebuilding of a shield type okay. thing. Great. Um, I think the second post credit scene is going to be uh, Captain Marvel coming in to save the day, kind of like rebuild morale everyone's broken and battered and like what the fuck are we gonna do and she's like don't fear i'm here um and the third post-credit scene is peter dinklish as a silver surfer <laughs> oh i don't know why wow that's intense yeah that's actually oh that's actually a really really good prediction call me elf yeah one more time, right? Dynamo. What are you? What are your I thoughts? Think 
Um, post credit sequence wise, I don't really have anything logical because I've only ever seen the teaser trailer. Like I hate watching trailers, but fantasy wise, I would love to see some sort of like a bunch of monitors showing all the destruction that happened, and then some new, you know, bald man in a wheelchair say, "My X Men come to me." Because like that would be like they've been operating in secret for all this time, and and now this destruction has pulled them out. That's your exact line. My X Men come to me. Yes. Okay. What, come not what come on me. What kind of movie are you making? Yeah. Here? <laughs> I think it's weird both ways. Yeah. Well, no, they're X Men. Like they're all. Yeah. But um, and as far as gotcha. the Stan Lee thing yeah. goes, um, I hope he's not in it because I don't think he's a very good person generally, and I think that. Uh, I, I hope before he dies, he settles up with the estate of Jack Kirby and uh, Steve Ditko. So I'm just not tricked by the nice little old man thing that Marvel puts forward. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's just kind of throughout the history of comics shown that he's not a, a, a very good guy. So I, I like a Bob Kane. As, as soon as he fucking oh. shows up in this movie, is all I have to say is like, "Wow, you only Give created half of this, finger. and you owe that other guy money." Yeah, like that's what I say every fucking time. It's like, uh, it's like. Wheeling out Paul McCartney and having him pretend that he I wrote all those songs myself. Like it's just Fair. it's just he's just a piece of trash in my opinion and he hasn't done anything to redeem it despite how much money he's made. So I even though I know he's gonna I hope he's not. Can I add right. one thing? Yes, go ahead. I meant to say this actually earlier and then, then I forgot. You know what I would love to see um at some point in one of the movies as a post credit scene in the very, very end, essentially the post-credit scene of the Infinity Gauntlet story, basically the last page, a couple pages, um, it's like after Thanos has been defeated, and uh, you know you kind of just think he was killed or taken away by Adam Warlock and thrown in some space jail, as you know Nicole sometimes frequents, and uh, you know you see him and he's like on some planet very unassuming like in the middle of a wheat field and he's just not in his armor he's just a purple dude with a wife beater on and he's tending just his tending his crops yeah, and he has the uh, he has his armor up on a scarecrow and it's so unexpected and you're like he's like yeah cuz honestly he did it all for the love of this well for lack of a better term person right this lady death that was uh, totally unimpressed and didn't give a crap about him and so in the end like he, that was why he did everything so because he can't have the girl he didn't really want everything for himself he wanted mm-hmm. it to impress her so i i love that idea that That's you get to Infinity see War. that you get to see you know him after when he's not powered he's not in jail he's not he doesn't care anymore uh, I mean, later in the comics, then, yeah, you, then you have the Infinity War comes after. But if that was the end of Thanos, instead of him dying or something like that, you see him just like, he gave it up. He's living out his peaceful existence on the edge of the galaxy on some farm, just tending some alien wheat. Yeah. I would love that. Nicole, what do you got? Um, for where Stan Lee will show up, this is, I just thought about this, and I think it would be funny. Um, in one of the trailers... Um, I can't say your name right. It's from Black Panther. The uh, Okoye. Okoye is talking to Black Panther, and he's like, "What do you think we're opening up for Wakanda?" And she's like, "Oh, Starbucks or the Olympics." And I think maybe the the announced the Summer Olympics being Stanley's announcing it's Wakanda, just for shits and giggles, kind of a 
funny little thing. Or, um, yeah, I think that. Uh, Post-credit scenes, definitely Captain Marvel. I think Nick Fury and Maria Hill are at probably dealing with the uh, destruction that happens in New York City. And next thing you know, she's, they see Captain Marvel flying through. Um, I think that'd be a good one. Uh, Adam Warlock would be a really good one. I think that's a good one to uh, go with. So I I would have more, but uh, we're running on time. So what do we have for feedback? Patsy? Well, we have we have four voicemails and we have an email. I'm gonna e- I'm gonna read the email okay. first. And this is from our good buddy the Rev uh, from the Evil Streaks and the Negans. Uh, and he says, "Hello, hello. I am excited, and as most nerds, I have." Lots of thoughts and concerns. <clears throat> First, it's so weird to be discussing Infinity Stones slash gems without Warlock or Pip the Troll or Moon Dragon. I know that he was teased at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, and timeline-wise that it is way before Infinity War, but I don't think the MCU will introduce him in a movie that's already packed with characters. The Soul Stone was the first Infinity Gem, and in many ways, it's the most powerful. It is a sentient, vampiric being that craves souls. Also, it contains Soul World inside it. I don't think the MCU will use any of that. I would love for Warlock to have it, but he won't. It'll be in Wakanda. So, Rev's on board with pretty much everybody on, on, that, on that front. I am curious to see what they make Thanos' backstory. I hope they still mention Titan, but I don't see Mentor, Eros, or Kronos getting any references. I think that's probably a safe bet. Speaking of family, Nebula is going to play an important role. In the comics, one of the first things Thanos did with the Gauntlet was to make Nebula into a zombie-like creature. She eventually gets the Gauntlet and undoes everything Thanos did with it. In the movie, I'm just really expecting her to die, but I hope she gets the Gauntlet or at least close to it. That would be interesting. Thanos' main motivation is to please death, and in the trailers we do hear about him balancing the universe. I don't think the MCU will make death into an actual character, though. They might just call Thanos the Mad Titan because he thinks he talks to death. I am curious to see what they'll do with the gems after the war. I doubt they'll be an Infinity Watch, though the Guardians are almost the Infinity Watch considering they already have Drax and Gamora. There are rumors of Silver Surfer showing up. If that happens, I'll lose my mind in the theater. Sort of like when Thanos was shown at the end of Avengers. So... The Rev was in the theater with Ash's friend's friend. That's what that was. He was the raging boner haver. Stanley made a reference to a surprise appearance of an Avenger we haven't seen yet. A bunch of people are thinking Namor. That would be fucking interesting. The only problem with both of these is that the Fox-Disney deal still isn't completed, so it would be really risky for them to use either before that goes through. All right, that's enough of my... Namor is even more convoluted than that. Right. Yeah. Rights. Yeah, I think his his rights are really weird, no, which is why we really haven't seen up. him. His copyright ran out a few years ago somewhere, like and it it didn't it wasn't actually part of something. It, like a lot of people scrambled, like right, something yeah. happened, like there's a big thing on Kevin Smith's show about it that it like just became like public. All right. So all right, that's enough of my random ramblings. I still think it's funny that they're calling it Infinity War when it's really more Thanos' quest and Infinity Gauntlet, which we mentioned. Mm. I don't think Magus is going to show up with evil doppelgangers in this. Side note, did you know that after Infinity Watch got canceled, Rune from Malibu Comics stole all the gems and brought them into the Ultraverse? Yes. Loki was there, too, and discovered that there is a seventh gem, Ego. It's thanks to the fact that Marvel just bought Malibu and wanted people to buy these comics as well. Black Knight went there, too. 
Until DC admits Aquaman is just a Namor ripoff, make mine, Marvel. Excelsior, Rev. I think he brings up a lot of good points and a lot of stuff that we already talked about. Uh, the Infinity Watch, uh, very interesting storyline that comes after. Uh, they break up the Infinity Gems and a bunch of different characters get one, including Thanos, which is weird. That dude knows this stuff. He does. He does. But we have some voicemails we got to get to. And we have one from Ripkin of the Derailers. He was the first one to send in feedback, so we're going to play his first. Wolfie, if you please. What do we got? What's up, everybody? This is Ripkin from the Derailers podcast, dropping by the Throwdown Thursday podcast to give you my personal predictions on the upcoming Avengers Infinity War movie. Now, stay with me, because I am about to blow your mind. All right? So, Avengers Infinity War comes out. We've got Thanos. He's the bad guy. He is the mad titan, all right? The big cheese. Coming down to give the Avengers some issues, all right? He's played by Josh Brolin. Now, this is where the big twist comes in, all right? Stay with me here, because like I said, things are about to get crazy. Now, it's at this point that Thanos actually reveals himself to be Cable. Yes, Cable from the Deadpool 2 movie. I know, right? Your mind is blown. Marvel and Marvel. What's happening here? But it doesn't even stop there because a wormhole opens up and Tommy Lee Jones walks out and he's like, hey, guess what? I'm actually Cable from the future. And we're like, whoa, is this actually happening right now? Cable from the future? Because he's a time traveler, right? But again, it doesn't even stop there because another wormhole opens up shortly after that. And guess what? Will Smith walks out. He's got a black suit on, some black sunglasses. He's looking dapper. He's looking suave. And then he comes out and he flashes the audience with this little flash thing and he says, guess what? Y'all just seen a great movie. And we leave the theater super satisfied. Yeah, but I mean, who do you think's gonna die in the movie? Hey, shut the fuck up over here. I'm trying to record. I'm doing predictions. That doesn't matter, alright? What matters is the twist ending, okay? The twist ending is what's important. You'll be watching the credits afterwards, and it'll say directed by M. Night Shyamalan, and you'll be like, whoa, that explains everything, especially the M. Night Shyamalan cameo, because that guy cameos in all his own movies, because he's greedy like that. He loves the spotlight, and he doesn't even care. And what was I talking about again? Oh, yeah. And that's why you should never watch The Village or Lady in the Water. I think that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely it. Well, either way, be sure to follow me on Twitter. I am Ripkin, at RipkinWN. You could also follow my co-host Goobs on Twitter. He is Goobs at GoobsWN. And you can follow the Derailers podcast on Twitter, at the Derailers. But that's not all, because we've also got Wrestle Nerds Wrestling on YouTube. It is a WWE 2K18 E-Federation. Some of the best wrestling you will ever see on YouTube. And you can follow them on Twitter, at Wrestle Nerds. Thank you very much for having me. And please, folks, enjoy listening to the Throwdown Thursday podcast. Fuck you, M. Night Shyamalan. And back to you guys. So I don't know how much of that is actually going to happen in the film. Probably not too much. But uh, let's move on to Evil Corny because he sent us in some feedback. To me, my ass. Hey, Nicole. That was the ashes. one I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> and you stepped on that dude's joke before, for sure. Yeah, but no one knows what I was talking about. Right, go ahead, Wolfie. Hey, Nicole, Ashes, Patsy, and Johnny Wolfenstein. This is Evil Corny, and here are my predictions on people that we're going to lose in Infinity War. Um, Steve Rogers, Drax, Nebula, 
War Machine, Hawkeye, um, probably Banner. These are people who I think we're going to lose. Um, one of my one of my other predictions is um, I think that the Sovereign are going to have the Soul Stone, and they're going to pretty much use that to create Adam Warlock. Um, if you ever read the Infinity Gauntlet um, series, he plays a part. I, he's he's originally a character that came out of um, an issue of the Fantastic Four, if I'm right. You know, he's a man-made man. Um, my other thoughts is, one, oh, uh, one of the things I would like to see in the film, i really like to see um, Shuri, uh, Rocket Raccoon, um, probably Banner, and um, Tony Stark inside a lab, you know, building shit. I think that would be the coolest thing, just uh, for them interacting. Um, that's pretty much those. Pretty much my thoughts on the film, but um, I'm going to go in there fresh. I've been really going through and rewatching all my um MCU films. Um, this week I think I'm going to watch Spider Man Homecoming, and um, next week it'll be Thor Ragnarok. But um, I, I really en- have been enjoying like the ongoing story arc for some of these characters. Um. It's a lot of daddy issues having to do with Stark and everything, and you know, nothing's really been resolved between him and Cap, you know, so far. So, I just want to see that those interactions. Well, um, I hope everything's good on this movie. You all have a good week. Evil Corny out. Forgot about Rhodey, but I think Rhodey's gonna take over for uh, Stark when Stark's dead. That's me. All right, uh, we have another voicemail from uh, our good buddy Mark Lynch from the Old Man Wade podcast. So uh, let's let's listen to what he's got to say. What's going on, everybody? It's Old Man Wade, host of the Old Man Wade Show, and I am honored to leave some audio for the internationally known Throwdown Thursday podcast. I know you guys are talking about Infinity Avengers Infinity War, which comes out April twenty sixth, I believe, it's Friday. Um, so I have some things. I have thoughts. First off, I want to say that I really don't think Robert Downey Jr. is going to die in this one. I don't think we're going to get any major deaths in this one. Definitely not any of the um, the main Avengers roster. I don't even think we're even going to lose Hawkeye in this one. If anybody dies in this, I wouldn't be shocked if we lost Groot again. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. He can come back in the next one. Uh, I also wouldn't be shocked if... Hmm... Yeah, I don't think we have any major deaths in this. What I do think is going to happen is I think Thanos is going to snap his fingers and we're going to find out that he destroyed 50% of the universe as a tribute to death like he did in the Infinity Gauntlet comic book. Speaking of the Infinity Gauntlet comic book, I'm not going to say anything negative about it, so I'll just stick with the positive. The Infinity Gauntlet, first off, I think that's going to be the title of Avengers 4. It's going to be Avengers 4 Infinity Gauntlet because... Thanos has actually collected all the Infinity Gems and which is funny because they're going in reverse order because it was actually Infinity Gauntlet than Infinity War but it makes more sense for it to be an Infinity War than Gauntlet in terms of the movie since I think the fourth movie is going to be is going to be around based around 
all the heroes and maybe even some of the villains coming together, coming together to stop Thanos because he has the gauntlet. But the uh, thing about Infinity Gauntlet that I did like was they solidified Thanos as like a big bad. He also lived up to his name, the Mad Titan, for doing something so destructive and also like so horrible because you know of love, what he perceives as love. Uh, the ending leaves something to be desired. Um, but other than that, it's you know it's the classic read everyone thinks it is. Uh, the things he did, like turning Wolverine's bones to butter, Thor uh, into glass, <laughs> and breaking Captain America's shield, was amazing. I also love the uh, little tribute they did to like Captain America being like this guy of like almost like. Impo- like his will is impossible to break when Thanos went to go slam him down and yeah, Captain America was, was holding his hand like you know holding his hand back but I also because it kind of looked like Infinity Gauntlet where Captain America went right up to Thanos and was made pretty much like what are you going to do and he fought him despite being completely overmatched and overpowered uh, but yeah that's all I got I want to thank the uh, crew over there for giving me a time to uh, say my piece and uh, damn it Wade <laughs> and we got one left from uh, our, one, a newer listener, uh, Maria. So let's hear what she's got to say. Hello. I'm Maria Beth, co-editor-in-chief at Outright Geek Rate. And I'm just popping in to give you a couple of thoughts as to what I see going down in the new Avengers movie. We obviously already know we've got Hulk and Armor. It's not cool, but <laughs> Captain America's going to die. That's what I call. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong, and we can all laugh at me. Uh, flashing back to Thanos, we're going to see the gauntlet actually stolen from Asgard, so that's really cool, I think. Um, and maybe we get to see Silver Surfer. We'll have to see about that. Anyway, the countdown is on, and come geek out with us after the show at outrightgeekery.com. All right, so that was our, our, our feedback. Everybody pretty much echoed the same things that have been said by at least one or more of us. Buttery bones. The butter bones, yeah, I did like that. that was, I think that was better than your sponge. Agreed. But, uh... Um, I don't know, I think that's about it, Nicole. What are you What are you thinking? Is the, is the horse dead yet? <laughs> no, the horse is not dead. But I want to thank everybody for taking the time out to talk Infinity Wars. Go see it. Um, Algamania Group, how are you guys holding up down in Maryland? We're good. Right. I know I wanted to give you some time to talk about a contest that is. Uh, happening so if you want to take take the lead go right ahead shall i madam president you shall all right well um if you survive this podcast all the way to the end um yeah we're going to be giving away some cool stuff some action figures some comic books because that's kind of kind of our thing right that's what we do that's what we do so um there were two very special words said about this uh, podcast. One was orangutan. Yeah, yeah. 
at the end, it doesn't matter. They're supposed to watch it all the way through. Oh, and yeah. then if they hear yeah, the word. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so two very special words, if Miss Barbara's done yelling at me, <laughs> uh, were said throughout this podcast. One of them is orangutan, and the other one is spumoni. If you heard these words throughout the podcast, anywhere throughout the podcast, drop a comment. Let us know you heard them. If you are one of the first two people, we are accepting only two winners, one from the Thursday night throwdown um, group and one from Amalgamania. So you have to, we only pick one member from each group and you have to just drop a comment in either the podcast um, debut or the post where we're going to be showing you the recording of this podcast in Amalgamania. It doesn't matter. Just show up, drop your comment, and we'll mail you out something real cool for the um. Thursday night, Thursday night throwdown crew. We're going to be giving away a um, Peter Parker from the um, Spider-Man movie from Spider-Man Homecoming. The, um, the like uh, kind of homemade suit he had on, which I thought was really cool. So you'll be getting one of these. One of the Thursday night throwdown crew will be getting one of these. We can't see it. You're holding it to the. You're holding it to the side. Oh, camera. Sorry. There you go. That's all right. Nobody else can can see it anyway actual recording cameras over there yeah, so we'll give a great view there's peter uh, homecoming peter parker for you guys or for one of your members homecoming peter parker and we have for the amalgamaniacs a uh, captain america versus red skull marvel legends this is the original marvel legends the first run so very rare action figure watch the podcast let us know you heard the word either of the uh magic words and uh You'll get your uh, action figure. First come, first serve. None of the uh, hosts are allowed to be in this contest, unfortunately. Son but we will be sending out some gift books to all of the crew and all of the guests that were in Wolf Castle Wolfenstein tonight. Oh. You guys a little something. Thank so you make sure we have that. and everything. And everyone will be getting some comics on behalf of Amalgamania. And thank you for having us. Absolutely. In the context, yeah. Do you have a you have a hashtag that you want to use? Yes, use the hashtag special word. All right, hashtag special word. When you when you hear the special word, put it in there. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we get some we get some uh, quick responses because these things are going to go quick. Yes. Oh, yeah. And um, Steve, Justin, and Dynamo, thank you so much for taking out time out of your busy schedules to hang out with us as well. Welcome. Greatly appreciate it. Everybody is welcome to come back. Maybe uh, not all at once yeah, again, Yeah, please though. not all at once. <laughs> um, and next week, we are going to have two special guests, and I'm going to leave it at that. Um and then if you are looking to, I'm sorry, I'm like totally rambling. If you're looking now. to follow the show on social media, you can follow us on Twitter at TD Thursday Pod. Mm-hmm. You can also follow Nicole at Nick Tompkins. That's N-I-C-T-O-M-P-K-I-N-S. You can also follow Ashes at Miss Von Nightmare. You can follow me at Patrick Rahal. And that works for pretty much all social media. You can come... Uh, you can put in Throwdown Thursday on podcasts and Facebook. We'll be right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're we're always welcoming new guests into the community. So don't don't be shy. Say hi. If you have a character you want us to cover, let us know. If there's something coming out, uh, you know, maybe a comic movie that's coming out. Like I know we will be covering Ant Man and Wasp 
because that's you know those are some fun characters. Agent Nicole will probably murder me by the end of that episode. You're, we've established you only get a two-minute rant. I get a two-minute rant. You get a two-minute rant. All right. And then if you go over that two minutes, you will get murdered. Two right. minutes too long. break a finger for every second that you're over. Yeah, good luck with that. Oh. So, fingers, I'm going to move to your toes. That's why you should start with just knuckles. Just do knuckles. <laughs> And then, so you if you have a character you'd like to, you'd like us to cover, like maybe there's again, like maybe there's a movie that's coming out with a character that you've heard of but you're not really familiar with. We always do stuff like that. That's kind of why we're doing the Infinity War for this, you know, to kind of get folks ready. If you're not familiar with the source material, that's what we're here to do. And if we don't know, we'll invite folks on. Like that's why the Amalgamania folks are here to provide different, different. Uh, perspectives that's why dynamo and justin and steve are here to provide different perspectives that's what we're here for that's what we we uh we want to do because we do this show you know to educate as well as horrify dynamo yes hey steve could you tell people how to find any of your writing because i would like to uh track to oh thanks dynamo yes uh you can find me on amazon my books are the bone eater king and marrow dust they're both um of the predator world series they are about vampires in africa it's kind of my joint and um i uh you can follow me on twitter at steve van samson uh and it is steve s-t-e-v-e-v-a-n-s-a-m-s-o-n and i'm also on facebook if anybody uses facebook at this point but um Twitter's for Twitter's cool. Yes. I use Facebook for all of my human friends. All of the human. How about you, Justin? Do you have anything to plug? I'm not plugging anything. Okay, you're not plugging anything. Dynamo, do you have anything to plug? Uh, me and Justin uh, and some dude that vaguely resembles Johnny Wolfenstein are in a band called The Deadites. You can find us at... Uh, Facebook at the Deadites. Uh, I just very recently was, I don't, I don't know what my title was. Uh, my partner says executive produced, but a compilation for someone I care about very, very much uh, to help her pay her medical bills and her fight with cancer and reoccurring epilepsy. So uh, please try to track down um, Black Cat Anthems for Redheaded January Girls, a musical benefit for Kim Cody. It's got over 40 tracks of uh, every genre of music that you can think of and some podcast drop-ins. Uh, and it's a real, real, real good time. And you can hear me every single week on Trick or Treat Radio. Um, we are live every Wednesday night at Trick or Treat Radio slash Trick or Treat Radio dot com slash watch live. Does that sound right, Johnny Wolfenstein? Just go to trickertureradio.com. There's a yeah. button, button, button <laughs> click on the top. Click on, thank you. Yeah, we are. Uh, it is me, Johnny Wolfenstein, who's the greatest producer in the world. Uh, a couple of other Jamokes, um, and we talk about movies. I'm also on the uh, Five Hossman uh, Wrestling Podcast once a month, the only podcast that uh, is more hours long than there are uh, members of the panel. So it's even longer than this thing, both shows combined. <laughs> and if you so. are looking for Black Hat Anthems for Red-Headed January Girls, you can find that on Bandcamp. That's uh, where I have it. We will be posting that on our Throwdown Thursday podcast page sure. to support Miss um, Kim. Well, you guys have been such good. And so it is the end of this episode. Go see Infinity Wars, everybody. Until then... We We will see see you you next Thursday. Thursday.